With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I couldn't help but know your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Got my Glock, got my player if they press me, bro. Some motherfuckers with a pair. 
yours, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is the host, your host, with your host with the most, Brother Red Pill, soon to be joined by my co-host, the Brother Blue Pill. Without any further ado, call it for the 347-273. Peace. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Loud and clear. Are you following me? Can you hear me? Peace to the G-O-D. It's good. You in pain? Talk about it. What's going on, black man? You didn't do that? Excuse me? That wasn't something that you set up? Nah, I ain't set that up. Say word. Oh, man, the ancestors working. Hello, family. I didn't do that. I opened up the show, and that's the song that came on. I didn't touch it because I was like, oh, that's some slick stuff. You know, you're going through pain blue. I thought you set that up. <laughs> I'm Yo, let's let the, the ancestors is working there. Holla. Yeah. Shout out to Maru Shakur, you know. I guess we living in Illuminati, seven day theory. Red and blue, two Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it do. It's good though. Good though. Oh, you know. Yeah, I'm West Coasting. Mm-hmm. So I'm throwing my W's up. I'm in the building. Mm-hmm. Um Oh man. <laughs> What's going on since we last spoke? Yeah, it is. Jesus says. How much do you fit in the timeline? Well, you know it's blockbuster season. So, uh. Yeah, man. Oh, speaking of that, shout out to KT the Arc Degree. You know what I'm saying? KT the Arc Degree will be calling in tonight. You know what I'm saying? He has a smoker on his hands. He said this might be the best one he's ever seen. Hollywood uh, Decoded is back in the building, so I'm going to let him tell it. You know? Yeah. Calling in tonight to give a precursor. No doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean? But yeah, that Hollywood. That, you know? Yeah, that, that Hollywood, that, I know that's going to be classic because... It's so loud. This is such a movie going on right now. I don't know who got their popcorn, but uh, it's going down. Is it? Basement. Yes, sir. Basement. Basement. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, what you say? No, go ahead. I'm saying let's start talking about some of the things that have been going on since we uh, last met up. On last Tuesday, first and foremost, shout out to the family that joined us on Tuesday's broadcast of Nota Ledge Radio when we uh, welcomed our sister, Dr. Makiba Judge, on the show. The beautiful, yes. um, highly intelligent, you know what I mean, frontline soldier, Dr. Makiba Judge. And she delivered what I, and, and, I mean, the, the streets is talking. What the people said was a classic episode, you know, about STDs so. and STIs. Yeah. But, um, I feel so. You know, she opened up a whole new chamber. Uh-huh. You know, she, 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 she had a lot of people, you know, rethinking their, um, 
the uh, the, the upcoming Friday night and their weekend shit that they had planned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Nikiba for putting people on pause mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. You could get what from what? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And as classical and as necessary uh, as that information was, you know what I'm saying, um, for some odd reason, I'm not going to get into the conspiracy family, but for some odd reason, that episode is not available on Blog Talk. You know? Yep. And I, I was in communication with hey. them, and they gave me a a long, drawn-out explanation about it was a technical glitch involved, and for some odd reason, their recording devices didn't capture uh, that episode and other episodes from Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how plausible that is. I didn't check with other people that have Tuesday shows, such as Coach or anybody else. Um, You know, I can only... Nikki, probably Nikki Love. Yeah, Nikki Love. She be having a show every day, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I ain't holler at none of them, you know, to see if there's any commonality in this story. But it's obvious, just like Facebook, you know what I'm saying, we are clearly operating on social media, our federal monitoring devices, and there's just certain platforms that are just federal platforms. You know, mm-hmm. so are we in cahoots with the feds? I wouldn't necessarily say so. I would say that, um, you know, we don't have anything to hide, so we're broadcasting. Everybody's phone is tapped, you know what I'm saying? Certain of us got satellites following us for other reasons, you know, so there's nothing necessarily worth hiding. And I'm not scared, my nigga. First and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's bigger things going on in the world. And, um, you know what I mean? This was, was obvious. No, it's, it's not as clear cut as it sounds because what's very clear to me is that there is, these people depend on fear, on some chicken little shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they think that you are going to be forever scared. And they're constantly cooking up new fear programs. And they have entire fear paradigms that are supported by genetically modified foods and all these other things. But guess what? You know, the more that I log on to to, to FedBook and, and other social networks, it, it really don't look like their plan is working, especially this one. <laughs> you know, this might have been the tipping point. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I've right. seen the Barbies. Barbies came out on them. You know, I'm seeing the Barbies, the D-Boys, you feel me, uh, uh, Ratchet Mania. Everybody's calling it a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm seeing threads on people's pages that I totally did not know, you know, that they even, you know what I'm saying, cared that much to even uh, have eyes wide open. But a lot of people just must be, not only fed up, but um, how you call it, like disrespected. Like, come on, B, you gonna do what? So, you know, you're not a Negro colored 
black or African in America no more. You're the dark-skinned male. It's your new designation, family. Mm-hmm. All right? What dark-skinned male. males that? You know, they let them light bright niggas like Drake off the hook. <laughs> Coming for you. There's about to be an increase. For real. There's about to be an increase in bleaching If the suspect was a dark-skinned man. Huh? There's about to be an increase. I said if the suspect was a dark-skinned male, there was about to be an increase in bleaches cream. Like, niggas were scared. Because Petro. Yeah, they, they wasn't ready they for that just, tsunami. You should have seen everybody face to the at gym. themselves feeling guilty. Like, did I <laughs> exactly. do this? Exactly. Did I do this? I'm going to miss this, but I feel like I have something to do with this. <laughs> I think I'm going to turn myself in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to... But then I wonder when they show the suspects, because it's, it's, is this like a reoccurring theme that's going on? There's been a lot of Caucasian males that have been uh, guilty of some heinous crimes in the past few months, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I don't know if, the, if, if you know, if they be a profile and, 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 and looked at in such a manner. Like, I don't know if they got drones and whatnot deployed over, you know, the suburbs as a result of looking for these dudes. With the, you know what I'm saying, with the frat boy look. Absolutely yeah. not. But the story Absolutely is so not. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I was, you know, out in the world doing my thing, and I don't have a computer on my hip. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I it's very hard for me to keep up with the the blow by blow details of what's going on out there, you know what I'm saying, in, in Land of Oz. So if you feel free um, to want to do that, at some point you could get that ready. I'm not going to do that right this very second. As promised, what I want to do for the family is I want to go to the line and open up KT the off degrees phone and let him do what he has to do real quick like because, you know, knowing that brother, I'm sure that his dissertation will tie in and segue perfectly to what it is that we're sitting here talking about. Feel me? For sure. All right, let's go ahead and bring the guard in. Call up from the 404-492. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. What up, family? What up? What's up, pillars? How y'all doing? What's up, Ark? What's good with you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hollering at the people, man. I had to. I had to step on in real quick, man. I know. I know y'all got a, a monster for a show tonight, so I'm. I'm only going to be in for a quick stint, but we, man, we I was you, at the table. We, we, yeah, we set a plate at the table for you, young guard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all good. It's like you know, you know. I got I got mad things to do. The universe is calling. I got a couple planets I got to bounce through tonight. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna you know stop the uh, space shuttle at Nota Ledge for a second and give the people um, a little bit of a heads up, man. Because like I said, man, I was touched yesterday, man. Well, actually, it was yeah, yeah, it was yesterday because I I caught it early. It was at ten o'clock. It was at 10 o'clock. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, I got an opportunity to see Oblivion yesterday. And um, 
I'm I'm here I'm here to let everybody know if you don't see anything, <laughs> oh, son, that one right there, that one right there, be, that one has to be one of the most perfect executed films I've ever seen, son. See how they promoting it? They, they they promoting it like it's real slick. You know what I'm saying? Let me yo much, yo. They don't even got a release date on the fly. They just like April. Let me nigga. tell you. You know First what April be about? That they hit me right on April, nigga. Right on the transition between uh, the um, the Aries into the Taurus, right into the flip mode of that, you know. And you know, Taurus deals all with possessions, you know, in the home, and it it goes it goes more within, you know what I'm saying. Aries is more external and 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 more me and selfish style, where Taurus is a is a little bit more giving, but more on possessions and what is mine. And there's nothing more possessive to an individual than their spirit and their soul. And this whole movie is about an internal odyssey. And when you hear about the word oblivion, you know, most people think oblivion, they think of going into nothingness. You know what I'm saying? But oblivion is oblivious and it really deals with not being aware, like a nigga not having a fucking clue. (laughs) And that's what the movie is about. The movie is about how much we as a people have no goddamn idea what the hell is going on. When I tell you that they had this thing executed so slick, where you, you first of all, you don't know what the hell going on, and your boy Tom Cruise has no idea, and how when it is revealed to him what is really going on, it is like it's so far from what you thought it was, you just like that shit will shake you at the core. At the soul, you know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give out a, a couple spoilers tonight, just real quick. But I think I'm gonna come back on the show. We're gonna do an Oblivion show where it's gonna be me and AA Rashid, and hopefully uh, Cosmo Physics might want to come back on, and we could do a three piece with all three of us because the film is riddled with number one Kabbalah. The 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 Kabbalah is crazy up in this movie. And the the star systems and the chart is amazing, too. So I definitely want to bring two guns in with me on this one. Um, And we might crack the whole, you know, set the whole Hollywood Dakota season off with it right before the Iron Man drops. But I'm going to go in real quick on a couple things. First of all, like I told you, Blue, you're going to love it because the whole movie was about your Super Bowl breakdown. If anybody... Was was catching any of the emails or the, or the postings on Facebook that Blue did this year on the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> you know, you you will see that 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 my man my man foresaw he he was actually breaking down a movie and didn't even know it. And he was talking about the Super Bowl, but he really decoded a film before the thing came out because I saw it last hey. night. Okay, you know? first of all, Tom Cruise. Listen, Tom Cruise was was a, a a technician that was that was the, the planet was in a war with some aliens the aliens kind of like destroyed the planet blew up the moon and the whole nine but we won the war right but we lost the planet okay just remember that and there was only a few survivors left mainly Tom Cruise and his wife they were a team they were the cleanup crew they had to make sure that these drones stayed operational to protect these giant-ass machines 
that was sucking up the, the oceans, the ocean water, and converting the water into energy for, um, for a, a spaceship that was orbiting around the planet that was going to transport the leftover survivors to Titan, which is the moon on Saturn, all right? Tom Cruise's title, his name was Tech 49, He was Tech 49. Tech 49? Yes, like 49ers. <laughs> and they kept showing him right in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, come That's on, baby. All they, yes, straight up, straight up. Now, I'm not going to give it away, oh, yeah. but he I'll ends up running phone. into a, He runs into another tech, right? And guess what the other tech's name is? Tech 52. Oh, man. Like now the was... whole movie, the whole movie switches gears when a drone goes offline at a at a football stadium, and the last time the stadium was operational was during a Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl was the 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 same thing that he recited in that scene was almost the same way how the Super Bowl went near near the end of the game uh, that we watched. Okay, now. The movie takes place, listen, the movie takes place in 2077. It's 60 years after the war started, all right, which was in 2017, okay? The 2017 Super Bowl is going to be in Houston in Texas, and it's, it's actually Super Bowl 51, all right? 51 deals with the 51 degrees, and that's the slope of the pyramid, and that ends up connecting to the spaceship that's circling the planet that, you know, they're supposed to be going to in order to go to Titan. Like, the, the, the math and the football connections in this movie is crazy. Now, um, Tom Cruise's name in the movie is Jack Harper. Now, what did he come out with in December just a few months ago? What was his name? Jack Reaper. Jack Reacher. So he go from Jack Reacher to Jack Harper. You know what I'm saying? And when you see who Tech 52 is in the movie and Tech 49, you're going to find out just how relevant Jack Reacher and Jack Harper is to one another, the twin energies. I'm telling you, in blue, I mean, you in red, y'all got to go see this movie, son. Y'all was all up in there. You know, everything y'all been talking about is riddled through that film, and when you get to the end, it's going to blow your mind. Now, the correspondence that they... The correspondence, oh, watch it. Please watch it. The correspondence um, with the spaceship is, is, a, is a lady, and her name is Sally, with a country accent, and she's from Texas, okay? So like I said, the 2017 Super Bowl is supposed to be in Houston, in our dimension, and in that movie they got this girl named Sally, right, and she's from Houston, you know, Houston, we have a problem, the whole NASA-type thing in the movie as, as their correspondence. Um, and the um, when you think of uh, the, the 49ers and you think of the 52, the difference between that is three. That's three degrees of separation. Three degrees of separation is the evolution that we just went through because we know it as six degrees of separation of how we're connected genetically, but it then became three. And like I said, I'm I'm trying not to spoil the whole film. There's so many pieces that I could say right now to connect this thing. I'm just giving y'all like little bits and pieces 
because I really want y'all to go see it. I don't want to ruin it because the whole, the beautiful thing about this movie is how it unfolds, and I don't want to ruin the unfoldment process for you. But as I as I close as I close these remarks right here, the name of the ship. Okay, I want you to hold on hold on to your seat, Blue. The name of the ship that is circling the planet. All right, the name of the ship is called the Tet. T E T. The Tet. The, the 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 tet is a spaceship that is a tetrahedron, straight up. I'm not I'm not reaching and saying that it kind of looks like one. No, if y'all look up the platonic solids and you Google to see what a tetrahedron is, this spaceship is an exact replica of a tetrahedron. Plus, they call it the tet. All right, it's facing downward, so it's all about the feminine energy. The whole movie is dealing with Kali Yuga the feminine energy and how the feminine energy can destroy and level all this shit out. And that's exactly what's going on up in that movie. Now, not only is Tet the tetrahedron or the tetragrammaton dealing with the 44, but the Tet also is the ninth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and we all know that number nine deals with maternity and the whole process of birth. Okay? When you go to the... Yep. Real real quick. The brother Ross Ben just did a lecture called he just did a show uh two weeks on his network and he did a lecture in New York entitled um Return of the Star the um Return of the Star Federation, I believe or the Star Nations and he showed okay. numerous clips of the tetrahedron um pyramids that uh they found you know, that they have footage of Hovering over China, hovering over Russia, even wow. over, over Manhattan and places in New York. There are two pyramids on top of each other, the same way that they described the, um, the pyramids in, in Kemet. Right, that right. Built. The star tetrahedron. Exactly. Ship that I've been talking but in, about. In this one, in this one, they remove they removing the they remove the masculine, uh, the upper tetrahedron, and it's just the lower tetrahedron circling. And like I said, the voice coming from this ship is Sally, which is a, a a woman with a country accent, like she's from Texas. Plus Tom Cruise, his whole through the whole movie, he's caught in between three women: the 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 voice My of the tent, live in Texas. and then the that. two women by his side. Okay, um, the Tet is the initial letter of the word Tog, which is good. The form of the Tet is inverted, thus symbolizing hidden, inverted good as expressed in the Zohar. Its good is hidden within it. The form of the letter Tet symbolizes the union of groom and bride consummating with conception. The secret of the Tet, numerically equivalent to nine, the nine months of pregnancy, is the power of the mother to carry her inner concealed good, the fetus, throughout the period of pregnancy. Now, I know y'all like, okay, what does that got to do with anything? I'm just putting this on record now because when y'all go and watch this film and we come back and we launch Hollywood Decoded for the for our third season, um, I want y'all to know that I, put, I already put it out there. And when I come harder, y'all already be prepared for all the connections I'm going to make because this one is amazing. It's, it, like I said, it takes a lot to make me want to, you know, go in on the movies. I decode them all. But I don't feel like, you know, breaking down all of them to the masses is like it'd be irrelevant to do them all. But it really it really takes something. And this one right here definitely got my interest in order to provide the information to y'all. So, I, like I said, 
even with all the madness going on in the world, I know y'all like, you know, movie might be irrelevant during these times, but if you pay attention to this film and the message they convey about us being oblivious, like our lack of awareness that we have in, in the multitude of dimensions because it's an interdimensional film, the film shows you how we are able to be in all dimensions at one time and in, and by doing that, we're able to unfold our destiny and our future by seizing the moment. So, like I said, I suggest all y'all to go watch this movie. It's gonna it's gonna inspire you to want to be more aware and more conscious about your situation in the moment right now. You know, and with that, you know, I'll bow out because I know the brother has some real fire to come in tonight. I just wanted to go ahead and put that, that beacon out there um, for the people that this is going to be out. Remember what I said, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, feminine energy, tetrahedron. Remember what I said, all all that, those, those points right there. And when I come back to do the Hollywood Decoded, I'm going to put it all together. It's going to be seamless, and y'all going to love it. So please tune in. That comes up. Indeed. KT, let the family know the event that you got upcoming. That, uh, that oh, yeah, without aware. a doubt. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, for anybody who who's out there who's ever heard of Dr. Sabi, you know, if you've never heard of Dr. Sabi, I urge that you go in our archives and check out um, – our Dr. Sabi shows, you can go on YouTube, check out Dr. Sabi, or go to drsabiproducts.com and read the bio and find out about the elder who's short A's and every other disease. It's who my mother and I and my family have pretty much learned all of our health information from because of what he's applied. He's the one who has the um, retreat, uh, the healing village down in Honduras that uh, Lisa Lefty Lopez was at. And, you know, for the for the up-and-coming generation and even the generation before that, I know everybody hasn't had an opportunity to be able to hear um, this elder and, you know, um, just see what he has to offer. So what we've been able to do is get him to commit to an event um, on the solstice, which is going to be June 22nd down here in Atlanta, and it's not just anywhere. We've got them in the in the Georgia World Congress Center, um, so it's very convenient. Um, if you go to, we have uh, howdowefixit.net because that's the name of the title. Um, howdowefixit.net. Um, if you go there, that's the website. It'll come right up. Um, you can click on contact us. If you got any inquiries, any questions, you can click on buy tickets, and you can get it through the website. If you're in the Atlanta area, you could go to any any Whole Foods that has a ticket alternative um, um, kiosk there. Um, and there's a lot of CD locations as well where you can go and purchase tickets. But we're bringing them down, and the name of the title is How Do We Fix It? Because we all have problems, and they fall under the it category. And it's very simple. How do we fix it? You know, we're going to have an elder come down, 80 years old, who done seen the world, who done put, put the work in, you know, who's not guessing anymore. He knows what works, and he's here to share with the family on the process on how do we fix it, how we can assist him, how he can assist us, and how we can assist one another in order for us to fix this thing. 
And like I just talked about that oblivion, it's time for us to stop being oblivious and become more conscious and aware of our situation. So please tune in. Um, We're going to have more promotions coming out. Um, Like I said, I'm doing a raffle for advanced tickets uh, where uh, there's there's two prizes we're going to be giving away with with a raffle. One is going to be a tower garden, and the other one is a Nutribullet with fresh organic produce. Um, So we're going to be doing some giveaways. We're going to have Daryl Reeves, which is um, a jazz musician, um, that's down here in Atlanta. That's phenomenal. His album is called Mercury Rising. So if y'all get a chance, go ahead and go to YouTube, Google Mercury Rising. He's he's amazing. Um, so he, he's actually underneath uh, Robert Glasper. He studies with him. So I encourage everybody and anybody who hasn't had the opportunity to ever see Dr. Sabian here, Dr. Sabian in person, to please take advantage of this opportunity because you do not know how long he's going to want to keep speaking. The man's probably going to be here till he's about 150, but that don't mean he's going to be talking in front of all the people. He's going to be doing work, spending time with his family. But I definitely got him to commit to Atlanta in June, so go to howdowefixit.net and check it out whenever y'all get a chance. Um, the website is spectacular. Everybody's giving me positive feedback for it. And the share, I think it got like over 250 shares so far. Um, on Facebook is is viral. So, you know, please become part of history. Indeed, indeed. Hold on, man. You got to get one for that. For the family who may not be able to make the event, in any event, you know, if you're on a social network, just do us a favor and go to the website and, um, you know, share the flyers on your network, you know, to uh, the family that's out there. Just make it viral. Put it out there because once you put it out there, it grows its own legs, has a, a life of its, you know, of its own. It begins to silver surf and travel. Be, you know, we don't know who it's going to reach, but we need the people. If we need it to reach as many people as possible because, like the brother's saying, the time of being oblivious is definitely over. You know what I mean? You know, the bombs are going off, so it's time to wake up. So uh, before you leave, brother, do you want to just, uh, do you have anything to add on from the uh, events that you may have been seeing in the past few days? Is there anything that you want to Oh, I mean, I I, I got got a lot, but I'm 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 reserving to hear Cosmo tonight. I definitely want to hear what he got to say on it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's distraction. It's crazy. I heard what you say about uh, something about the roosters coming home. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it, ain't, it ain't nothing new. It, it was, we, we done had a quiet moment for too long. You know when it gets peaceful and quiet for too long, you know something's going to pop off. You know what I mean? Because they got to keep people's attention on that type of stuff all the time. But it's, it's, it's a sign and it's a symbol that that's a marker, you know what I mean, that you can use to let you know so you can be more aware. And that's why it's so important that the brother's coming on tonight because he's going to show the people how you're able to identify these markers and apply them properly so that you can learn how to navigate through all this chaos. Indeed. Definitely. Definitely. Right. So, yeah, like I said, man, I'm, I'm – Go ahead and, and get get in this in the spectator seats because I, I can't wait to hear this show. 
Indeed. All right, brother. I'm going to go ahead I and... I appreciate um, it, y'all. Keep it moving. If you yes, want sir. to, Casey, Salute. just put your phone on mute, and we'll keep you. We'll keep uh, your line open. All right, cool. Indeed. All right. Hey, so sure. what number are we looking at, uh, Blue? Uh, Raku, if you are on the line, please press the number one. I don't see the 516 flag waving as of yet. Um, and I will tell you what Cosmo Chris's number is. You're also looking for a 215. Looking for a 215 and a 516. Okay, I see them. They're in the building. So let's go ahead and read the description for the show tonight. Oh, yes, yeah. before we do this as well, family, please. Um, if you can, all right, can you Facebook, you know, update your status that the show is on. You can tweet it, you know what I'm saying? You can Instagram the flyer. Fly is awesome, okay? You can Instagram that thing. That's a piece of artwork right there. I got inboxes already with people saying they want to frame that, you dig? So, you know, you can do those things and let the family know that you are rocking with the best and we are on the radio right now, we're about to partake in a very important experience, okay? So we can do away with fear and have family understand that these things are seeable. There are cosmic indicators that speak of the majority of things that are taking place, okay? So we want to shift the focus to the cause and not so much the effect. But I know that the society that we live in, they promote effects and what have you, and they got everybody living on the two and not the one. So with that being said, I want to read tonight's description. Can you back up from your phone a little bit? All right. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah, that's excellent. Nodalez Radio presents Murder Was the Case featuring the Cosmo Physicians. All right. That's going to be synonymous with, like, saying the X-Men family. Join Nodalez Radio as we take a candid approach to cosmological CSI. So you niggas want to be police out there. <laughs> Are there clear, foreseeable signs in the cosmos that warn, of, that warn of future events? How can the science be applied to prepare for a disaster or plan for victory? What were the cosmological factors at play this past week during the bombing in Boston and the explosion in Texas? How do these factors connect to past and future events? How does this all tie into the Law of 44? Tune in as we will be joined by a team of Cosmo physicians, including but not limited to Ra, Ku, and Cosmic Chris. Also, we will have announcements to make about upcoming events, and the lines will also be open for input from the audience. Family, class is in session. Please get your pads and your pens ready. With no further ado, we present to you caller from the 516. 516-881, Brother Ra, Ku. Peace. What's your science, Lord? Peace, everybody. I, uh, I um, spoke about this last November, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, people really don't hear it until they're able to reflect on it and, and you know, until they're able to go back and listen to it. Y'all need to pull that Lord Strayhorn November 27th show up and, and, uh, actually, and listen to it. I actually got that thing queued up. What you want to do with it? 
Well, run it so they can be reminded. You know. Okay, family. So you know, I don't I don't watch CSI, so I don't really know how the thing runs or what have you. But if we were presenting uh, evidence, speak of and identify, you know, um, I don't necessarily want to call it prophecy. You know what I'm saying? But if we were to speak of people that have come forth and have pinpointed events that will take place in the future by using the motion of the stars and the planets, this would be Exhibit A. Okay? So I'm going to play this for the family. This comes from a show that we did in November, correct? Yeah, that was uh, November 27th. Yes, it was it's called Hidden Colors Agenda 2013, and it featured um, Lord Strayhorn and Tariq um, Nasheed from uh, Hidden Colors, okay? And the brother, Rock, who called in in between those two guests' appearance, and he made a prolific, prolific uh, observation on that particular show. So we're going to run it for the family just so you can get a clear indicator of what exactly is going on. Wanted to elaborate on uh, this eclipse cycle. People are looking at the eclipse as a single solitary event, and I said that the last time that I came on here. And um, I explained how the, this solar eclipse is always followed by, or I mentioned, always followed by uh, a lunar eclipse. And sometimes uh, another uh, lunar eclipse comes from before that you put into the scheme of things to look at the process that is unfolding, right? Um, this is a lunar eclipse, and therefore, for every hour of the eclipse, so shall a lunation or a lunar cycle be attached to the duration of the penumbra for however long the shadow lasts. And even though the size of the sun and the moon don't change, their speeds vary because it's all like, you know, particles swimming in water in your ocean or uh, in any other liquid form, which is why intercomet we call outer space. Look or look, you know. And um, it lasts for... 4.6094 hours, which, you know, translates into 4 hours, 36 minutes, and 34 seconds. And when we look at this for the projection or the end of the the ripples, so to speak, like when you drop a rock in the water and it starts to ripple or in a pool and it ripples, and then at first before you drop it in there, it would with glass and still, it's, it's, you know, almost death. You know, and after it goes back to that state, we're looking at that period right there of activity. That's how this uh, alignment rings and echoes and ripples through through existence. And that's exactly a term of 125.93 days. And when we look at that, when we look at that four hours and .6 some change hours, and convert it to the rhythm of the moon, of the lunar cycle. In other words, we multiply that 4.609 by one lunar cycle. 
and it comes out to 125 days. Well, at the end of this cycle, the planets, the moon is exactly 180 degrees on the opposite side from where she stood at uh, six degrees of Sag. This is her place at the midpoint between the Mars, Pluto, and uh, Venus, Saturn conjunction that straddle the line of this eclipse between the sun and the moon. I'm going to get into what that means, right? Um, Y'all don't see how the symmetry in that in this in this alignment is like berserk. It looks like a a kite, you know, like a long kite, and there's two angles concentrated on one focus center. By the way, Jupiter, which today and tomorrow at the time of the eclipse is at eleven, excuse me, <laughs> degrees of Gemini, another set of two ones. That's like 11-11, jerking like crazy on somebody in the sky. And it is still there at the end of this 125-day, point, uh, 0.9-day cycle. You see, now we have to look then at the Jupiter and the moon in the initial process. Not to mention, we could even just make this a lecture if we wanted to and talk about how the last eclipse that happened last about six months ago in Gemini was it was the beginning of this culmination. These are the three eclipses or uh, uh, cycles that they were talking about in the Mayan when they said that there were three days of darkness. Right. I mean, you know, yeah. So these and and though the Maya the Maya cat that was on YouTube said that you know ain't nothing superstitious attached to that we ain't messing with that because he's not a he's not a uh, he's not a cosmophysician. <laughs> he ain't qualified to speak on. He did the right thing. He's just using that time market. We know for a fact we got historic events where it, uh, catastrophe as well as uh, uh, crops flourishing. So it's good and bad news when, when there's an eclipse. Occurs on on the land under the penumbra. You know, some people get rich and start really living, and some people die. This is nature life, right? So it's, it's good and bad. When we look at um, the cycle ends or this observation of the cycle and, and use the elements of these energies to implement some form of self-improvement, we must implement and apply to ourselves the uh, attributes of the planets that embody our, our, our higher being, our highest potential, and our, our, our ability to improve our condition. Then we look at it from a, a you know an active proactive point of view. The sun is our consciousness. It is also our ability to create through the uh, assertion of our will, and it is in the in the garb of Sagittarius, the hunter, the explorer, the expander, the teacher, and the learner. It is the student, and this happens at the uh, fifth degree, which is very close to the what they call the student's degree. And this is some ancient Egyptian wisdom. Uh, exaltation of, of the, the nose occurs at the third degree and anything uh, within three degrees of it. So the sun falls there. It has everything to do with education in the world. And uh, uh, collectively on a mundane or what you call societal manifestation plane of events is what you're going to see this with your naked eye. You know, watch what happens in the school throughout the course of this year. Now, pardon me that 
the cosmophysics, we in, in any form of astrology, we can't tell the difference between kindergarten and uh, uh, a kindergartner or, or the kindergarten class or teacher, astrologically speaking, cosmophysically, you know, put it in those glyphics. We can't tell the difference between a kindergartner teacher or a, uh, a college professor. Because their job is to do one thing and to expand mind. So I can't say whether this is going to happen in, in some elementary school somewhere or some, you know, or some uh, college campus or anywhere in between there, you know, junior high, high school. But you're going to see a major shift in the, in, and especially with regards to a foreign policy, okay? Because we, when we have to expand further, I can't dwell on the educational part too long. We just, just these are the places where we're going to see some major changes or some transformations occur. And um, in politics, with the a sign of Gemini, because the moon is there, and, and the lights go out there. The light, the moon goes out there, you know. Right. The earth, the earth, the earth blocks her light. You see, and people don't understand, it's really the light <laughs> that we're measuring here and the shadow. And, uh, you know, thus in India... In, in Vedantic science, they call it Jyotishi, man, which is the science of light. It's not about what the planets are, how far they are, you know, what they're made out of and, and, and their chemical compounds. It's when their lights are bright, you know, sometimes you see the moon shine in the daytime. This is always when the moon is at 125 to 130 degrees right. from the sun. And, yeah, and this is how far these days are. The date that I'm referencing... Um, is 11 degrees of Aries. It will be the transiting sun, which would be like 11 days after the uh, first day of spring. So it starts on the 22nd next year plus 11 days. You know, that's like the 2nd or 3rd of April that we're looking at. So we can also look towards the moon as going out as a not a bad thing. Is that worldly matters or the earth come to a, a sense of priority with regard to the development of our consciousness, sunlight, that would normally hit the moon this time. So no, it brother, would be... I don't, right. no, I don't want to cut your wisdom, but I have to... Uh, yeah, I got to go to the line, open up the line for our next guest. We will come back to the second part of that bill. I want you to uh, very briefly speak on the, uh, the the Venus conjunctions, you know what I'm saying? I know you just yeah, touched on it. Indeed. I just yeah, want to elaborate on it. There. I was going to get there, but every eclipse truly is a, is an interaction between sun, moon, and earth, and therefore I had to elaborate on that first to, you know, understand and need to be Yes, indeed, family. So there you have it. Brother Pretty much well, laid when out. We that, when we look at that same eclipse and and these past events that um have been happening since then, you know, um, we're just looking at two of them today. But, you know, for, for the entire cycle, for the 125 days after that eclipse, we saw the theme of that that school theme going on 
Yes. Uh, every time the moon transferred from um, Sagittarius, where the, where the eclipse occurred, into Capricorn, where Mars and Pluto stood. Mars and Pluto represent violent death or violent assault or death by assault, you know, and or death by violence. And, you know, consequently, the, uh, we've seen uh, the police kill a man in, in New York just recently, and Saturn and Scorpio was at the degree that Jupiter stood at during the eclipse. And when you look at the comparison of charts, it's like 9 out of 14 calculated points. In other words, the eclipse chart, I use 14 calculated points, you know, 14 bodies, right? And the, the 10 planets and the ascendant, the midheaven, the angles, basically, all right? And when we look at the other events, they touch this this chart in 10 different places. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to explain it to you if you can't conceptualize, all right? I'm looking at a chart for um, November the 27th of uh, 2012. Right, and I'm looking in that chart for the placement of planets at specific degrees. All right, we have planet at zero degrees, four, five, six, eight, ten, fourteen, eighteen, and twenty-six. Basically, all the planets in that chart sat in those degrees. So when we look at a planet, I mean a planetary design, a map of the heavens for when this thing went down in in Boston, we find. 10 out of 14 of those places filled. You see? There's tangible evidence. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that is what astrologers use to gauge or uh, to engage people in, in what we call prediction. You know, we're just measuring the planets moving over places from an original uh, uh, observation. The told of a uh, the tales of a person or a history or the life of a thing, even a trend in society. Okay. <clears throat> now, I mean, basically, that uh, um, we can pull dates from all this year to coincide with this motion, with these motions. But we're going to look at what happened. In, what happened in Boston? Say again. Pardon me? Nothing? Okay, my fault. Alright, um, so when we look at like for example, in the eclipse chart, the sun and the moon sat at the sixth degree. Alright? And so in the in, of Gemini and Sagittarius. What's deep is I elaborated on the first part of the eclipse where this where the sun was stationed in the sign of Sagittarius and this it's still even rippling, even though it, it's gone past the 125-day mark that I originally calculated for, because they just arrested a judge, and the higher law is Jupiter, and, and, and Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius, so the sign of Sagittarius, and the planet Jupiter point to the higher law, the higher course, and this cat was brought in for murder just last week while Saturn rode the sixth degree of Scorpio. You see, the number six being present, at this point shows that that harmonic that, that the moon sat at, the number that the moon sat at and that the sun sat at during this eclipse is still resonating, all right? Saturn deals with uh, um, traditional rules and regulations, laws and punishments. And, it was, and, and Scorpio is the sign of, um, 
murder in this case, and the judge murdered a DA. All right, but but that's just this week, and Saturn will sit in that degree for some time, so we can see how its association with the eclipse degree is still manifesting even after 125 days. So I'd like to correct myself now too, from from what what I mathematically uh, calculated back in November. We see the um. That Uranus, the planet of explosion, and then pardon me, I'm jumping straight to uh, what happened um, in in Boston. That the planet Uranus is at nine degrees here, but it is so early at nine degrees, it can, can it can still be considered to be conjunct the eighth degree, and because anything within one degree either side of the object is still considered in contact with it. And an example of that is how you feel fire. Before you actually touch the flame, you know, a, a match within within a half an inch of your skin is burning. So it's the same thing with the planets. And right on the Mars-Pluto degree of the eclipse chart is where we find Oranos and that explosion in Boston. You see? This is this, this uh, uh, Capricorn being indicative of gunpowder, all right, of uh, 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 black smoke and, and loss and tragedy. And Mars being violent and Pluto being death resulting. Uranus in the sign of violence. Uranus deals with sudden explosions, unpredictable event, unpredictable events, uh, crash, you know, crashing, uh, uh, um, collisions, and things that happen in a split second, you know. And it, they often mm-hmm. describe things that are catastrophic, all right? It is devastation. And in the sign of of, of Aries indicate the nature of the violence, and it happened at a sporting event. So, I mean, it's like, you know, we look at these these placements. Jupiter in Gemini is at the ascending degree in this chart. The ascendant in the, in the, in the eclipse chart was in um, Boston. It was 14 degrees of Capricorn. Well, Jupiter sat at 14 degrees of Gemini. So it was aspecting that at a perfect quincunx, which usually injures Okay, uh, um, or it, it aids and assists in the condition or strengthening of a thing. So from one polarity, it describes what you need to do to strengthen and condition yourself to stay healthy. And then it describes what could be of detriment. And it's in the sign of Gemini, and it was two brothers involved, was it not? Yes, it was. You know, two, yeah, two brothers involved. This goes also to explain the, the runners, because Jupiter is the sign of running. You see? Not only that, and it was a twin. It was a twin sign. Yeah, yeah, peep that. So, so, so Gemini still gets screened in in the whole act. All right, when we go down and look at the look at the how close the sun was to Mars, it's like absolutely disgusting, man. And um, you know, I want to save some of this chart for for um for Cosmo Chris when she comes in. So I'm not gonna elaborate anymore on that one. I'm gonna jump now Dude. to the Tetris explosion. You dig? I want I want to jump to the Texas explosion because, um, and I'm going to leave some for her with that one too. But you know, if you look at the the motions of these planets over the eclipse chart, it is obvious how the eclipse chart that which happened in November is pointing to a trend which is which is still running here in the month of April. You know, and um, Venus is on the Uranus degree. Neptune is on the Chiron degree. Mercury is on the Eclipse's Sun degree. Saturn is on the Eclipse's Saturn. I mean, pardon me, Venus, 
uh, uh, Pluto and Mars degree. Uranus is on the same degree by, by, by half a degree of orb. All right? Pluto sits on the midheaven of the eclipse. This is like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 marks. 11 out of 14 matching the, the eclipse chart. So, you know, this is the type of statistical empiric evidence that we present to scientists. <laughs> they can't deny the math. You understand? It cannot be denied. So, um, yeah, there's some other things that I could run, run, run on and on about. I just want the people to realize that, um, you know, this science is teachable. I got a class teaching you how to do it. It's not all about just hearing one astrologer or one cosmophysician rant about what he understands because everybody has their own perspective. And if you learn it, you know, if you, if you seek to take a serious interest in it, just contact me at, at Facebook or at Ra'aku at Yahoo.com, all right? And let me know that you're interested in, in, in studying the science, you know, so we can get it busy. We also do a show. We got Coach Kair hosting our show, Darren Brown, Marku Amun, they come on with us every Sunday night at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Y'all yeah, should come on out and check us sometime. With that, I want to pass it off to Cosmo Chris because she's got a mouthful. Sir. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Can I, can I be heard? Not yet. They don't call you. They don't let you know when they turn All right. What, what number is the sister calling from? Two one five. All right. Let me go ahead and open up a line. All right, call it from the two one five, two one five, three seven oh. Peace. Peace, peace. How are peace, you? Greetings. All is well. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. <laughs> we are definitely yes, yes. honored to have you. Um, can you briefly introduce yourself to the family? Okay. My name is Kristen Littles, affectionately known as Cosmo Chris by my Cosmo fam. Um, I am, I've been studying under Brother Raku for almost two years now. And um, he's really transformed my whole perspective of astrology and uh, life in general. Because after you learn this science, you can't really look at life the same. You know, it truly transforms you. So, but yeah, I I have. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like I see, I see through the matrix. You know, Um, but I have a website, thecosmoreport.com. And also, I have a Facebook uh, page, The Cosmo Report, um, where I post a lot of, you know, what's going on, keep the people informed, and um, and just being able to point to things that, so you can use the science practically in your own life. Exactly. So, yeah. Indeed, indeed. All right. Is there um, any other radio shows that you appear on? Yes, I actually, I do do the show on Sunday um, with the Cosmo team, 
And then I also do the Sabir Bay show on Tuesdays on LA Talk Live. Uh, oh, yeah. You on one of you yeah. on one of the hottest new shows out there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> satellite yeah. radio. Shout out to Sabir Bay. I was actually watching your episode last night and I was highly, oh. highly yes, I was highly impressed. <laughs> um, I love the way that all three of the uh, the hosts were bouncing off of each other. You, brother Sabir, and the other brother with the locks. I forgot his name. Pardon me on that. Yeah, right, right. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got a great network. Um, it's definitely what the family needed. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mm-hmm. wish y'all much success. It's gonna grow. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, yeah, definitely a definitely yeah. great thing. So. But if fam- just let the family know uh, where they could check out the Sabir Bay Show. I believe it's on it's, it's on a, a different network, right? It's on Ustream. Yeah, right. It, well, it's on it's on LATalkLive dot com. Um, when we're when it, when our show is on between three and five Pacific time because we're on on the West Coast, um, so that would be eight to ten Eastern. Um, you can you can log on to the website and see us. You know, you can listen to us and also see us on the website because we have video um, video cameras set up in the studio. And then uh, we're uploaded on Ustream right after the show ends so you can catch the download, you know, and you can watch it over and over. And we always post a link afterwards as well. So um, so that's how you can, you can check us out. Indeed. And what's the Ustream channel again? I normally just go to Ustream and, and, and search for the Severe Bay Show, and it'll pop okay. up. All of the episodes will pop up. No doubt, no doubt. I love the visual aspect of, you know, the whole radio experience. It gives it a better, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's a step above. I think that's the new standard right there. You know, yeah. cause I, it, yeah. it felt personal just watching y'all in the studio, playing music, talking, dropping science. I mean, going right. in. So I look forward. <laughs> I look forward yeah. to your contribution to the show tonight. So, um, you know, if you want to, you could just go ahead and just start lining them things up. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Thank you. All right. So, uh, in the beginning of Aries season, well, actually, before Aries season even started, and when I say Aries season. I'm talking about when the sun goes into Aries. Um, before the sun went into Aries, Mars went into Aries on the 12th of March. And I put up a post on on the Cosmo Report uh, on Facebook. I put up a post saying um, that Mars approaching Uranus in Aries is like a group of soldiers waiting for the command. And this is just uh, the fact that Mars which is the ruler of Aries, you know, it's being, it's home, it's comfortable in Aries, you know, and it's like all systems are a go, you know. Um, Aries deals with competition, it deals with police, it deals with pioneering, you know, going in a, in a direction that no one has gone before, you know, being bold, being brave, being adventurous, um, and it also deals with crisis situations, you know, things that need a, a, a speedy response, you know. It deals with, uh, and then anyone who has an occupation that is involved in those situations that you need a, a speedy response. So we're talking about, like, 
the cops, the um, the firemen, um, EMT workers, anybody like that that has to deal, and of course the military soldiers, all that kind of stuff, because they they show acts of bravery. Uh, also, Aries deals with the color red. It deals with the blood. You know, blood is red. It also deals with um, speed. Um, it also deals with excitement, anger, you know, because when you're angry and when you're excited, they both get your blood flowing either way, you know. So it deals yeah. with that. It deals with fire. Um, and like I said, any emergency, any emergency type of situation. So when Mars went into Aries, I said, this is going to be interesting, this whole this whole season, um, mm-hmm. because I knew that the cluster of planets were going to go into Aries. Mars, uh, we just had Venus there, the sun. Uranus has been in the sign of Aries for the last two, two and a half years now, since um, 2010, Uranus has been there. And every time, and we also have Pluto, which is the planet of, of uh, regeneration, death, extreme situations, um, and irrevocable change, that has been in, in uh, Capricorn since 2008. So we have these two planets that are the outer planets. They move very slow, and they're um, in a square aspect, you know, and the square creates tension. It's like um, it's like having an argument where, you know, it's, it's like you're in the room with someone that you really don't get along with, and you're trying to you're trying to meet eye to eye on a particular subject, but y'all keep differing on on how you see things. That's how you can yeah. how you can think about a square. So you have okay. these planets on on the outside that are um, that are slowly moving. So any time of any time the uh, the faster moving planets like the Sun, Mercury, Mars, Venus, any of those planets. Anytime they make a square aspect, get into one of the other cardinal signs, because Aries and, and Capricorn are both cardinal, so we're talking about uh, Cancer and Libra. Anytime any of those other planets get into those signs, they create a situation or set the stage for a situation to occur that creates uh, a lot of tension all across the board. So... One of the examples of when that took place was back in, I want to say 2010, when we had the London riots that took place, and the, the dude was shot or something, something happened um, out there the in London. Youth. Right, yeah, they right, killed, exactly. They killed the youth, and they began rioting. Right, and it was exactly. Youth yes, yes, exactly. Um, and so that was that was one of the situations. Um Another situation was uh, during this this season, this airy season, when when the brother got shot in uh, in New York, and Flatbush. you know, right, yeah, right, they had another um, riot, yeah, right, exactly, exactly, and here we are, we have all this cardinal energy going on with the Aries energy. But on the fifteenth of March, I put on my uh, on my post, I said. As as Mars continues to move towards Uranus and Aries, for the next seven to eight days, we'll see an increase of fighting, arguing, aggressive police activity, people wearing the color red, uh, groups of people either engaging in violent, aggressive activities, or groups of people just fired up about some cause. Uh, we'll see speeding accidents, electronics overheating, 
Uh, also, people being more competitive and fiery explosions and eruptions. <laughs> um, wow. And so, as the season went on, um, and mind you, when you see these things, it can happen in your presence. Like, you could be a witness of it, or you can see it on TV, you can hear about it, you know, and, and what I said on, on a a couple shows on the uh, Severe Bay show, I said how if you're a cardinal sign or if you have a cardinal rising sign, you're going to interact, you're going to be faced with these energies um, in your face, you know, versus if you're, if you have the cardinal, um, if you have the cardinal signs in like a second house or a third house, then you'll be, you'll interact with people who have experienced these things. In, in front of their face. So it could be your sibling calling you on the phone saying, yo, I just I just saw this crazy accident and a car blew up and it was mad people out there and they had blood all on them or whatever. That's you experiencing, experiencing it through another person, not, you know, your your physical face seeing it. So, Vicariously. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. So... As the season went on, you know, we've, we've seen several incidents of, of stuff taking place. And then the other day when I saw that um, that the sun, because I was watching throughout Aries season to see when the sun actually was going to conjunct Mars to see what was going to take place because we have all these, these uh, planets in this fiery sign of Aries where, and Uranus being an Aries, that just makes things unexpected. It makes things like happen out of nowhere or things that are, you know, just, like I said, a surprise. So um, so then we have, we have when the sun conjuncted Mars and it conjuncted the night before the Boston Marathon. And that was at 25 degrees. It was the first time that they, they hit each other exactly. And so I'm like, hmm, what's going to happen with this with this energy? Because it's, it's rather volatile. You know, Mars being home in Aries makes it strong. And then the sun being exalted in Aries, which means it does really well in Aries, then that makes it strong as well. Because you got the will, which is the sun, and you have uh, Aries, which is, Activating the will, like putting the will, the will on wheels, you know, let, letting the will do its thing. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, what's what's going to take place? So then, um, so then I'm at work the next day, and I and I hear, uh, you know, that the there was some bombs. I didn't even know that the marathon was going on, and the crazy synchronicity that took place on my. Uh, on my page, I had put up a post about the L.A. Marathon, just giving another example of how a group of people can be excited or be competing, and that's another manifestation of the Aries energy with Uranus being there and, you know, all the uh, uh, Mars approaching Uranus and how, you know, these a group of people can be excited or they're competing against one another or their blood is rushing, you know, against one another um, in a race. Because the L.A. Marathon took place on, what day was that? That was on the 17th. 
And this was the end of Mercury retrograde. Mercury went stationary that day. And so I said, I bet there's going to be all types of mix-up with the numbers, with the runners' numbers that they're wearing and, you know, who's supposed to be wearing what. And there may be some nasty spills and some bloody injuries just because of the nature of Aries. Um, And so I've heard stories about, you know, what took place at the marathon, you know, people getting injuries uh, and, and the mixing up of the numbers and stuff like that. But nothing was too crazy. And so, but on my page, you'll see how the the two posts, I had the image of the marathon and the image of the collage that I made with the um, with the police and the, uh, and the fire truck and the ambulance and all that stuff right next to each other. I had no idea what I would, you know, how that would end up manifesting later on. But uh, but when I heard about the the bombings at the Boston Marathon, you know, I had to do an analysis of the chart because that's what I always do. I'm completely obsessed. I, I always analyze every little thing because that's how you learn. That's how you get better at what you do. Because you know, scientists they they track. But you a the, Virgo? You said what? But you a Virgo? No, I, I'm a Sag Sun. And Aquarius rising. Okay. I do have, you know, I do. Virgo is an analyzer. Oh, yes, yes. But I have Mars and Virgo. So that's, that's what you're picking up. Yeah. So, um, so when I looked at the chart, I saw that uh, at the time of the bombings, that Mars and the sun were conjunct at 26 degrees. And so... Then further looking at the chart, no, matter of fact, when I saw that, I was like, okay, I I understand that. But then when I went to the show um, on Tuesday, the Sabir Bay show, when I sat down, he he passed me, because mind you, I didn't know what I was going to talk about as far as the bombings. I knew something was going to come. But he passed me the newspaper, and the title on the paper said, War zone. This is the New York Times. The um, the article, the headline. It said. Let me just scroll down to it. It said. War zone at mile twenty six. So many people without legs. And so I look. I'm like, boom. The number twenty six popped up again. Like, okay. So the sun and the sun and Mars were conjunct at twenty six. Then they say. War zone at mile 26. Okay, that's okay. I've seen 26 three times now. All right, so war zone, I already knew, is Aries season. Aries brings about that warlike energy, you know, um, because it's, it's competition and all the things that I've already mentioned. And the, uh, the marathon was 26 degrees, I mean, 26 miles long. And so I'm like, okay. Um, then I looked at, then I looked back at the chart, I saw that the moon was also at 26 degrees. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is crazy. 26 popped up four times now. Now, this number has followed me throughout my life. I've seen 26 several times, and I know that 26 is associated with iron on the periodic table because an iron is in the blood. So, again, it brings me back to the fact that the blood, Aries season, crisis situations, all the things that are related to Aries. So then looking further um, into the articles and all that stuff, 
I said, um, I thought about how the eclipse that took place was one of the, no, 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 not the eclipse. It was the Mars and Pluto conjunction that took place back in November, the day before the eclipse. And I said, this is going to be a critical point or a sensitive degree because Mars and Pluto, anytime two planets make like an exact aspect to one another, um, it creates like an energetic bookmark. You know, and so any any time other planets brush by that particular energetic bookmark, then you'll have a situation that will will take place. So, the first planet that that brushed by that Mars Pluto conjunction was the Moon when the Moon hit um, eight degrees Capricorn, because Mars and Pluto conjuncted in Capricorn at eight degrees. So the Moon hit it first. And when the moon hit it, that's when the uh, Sandy Hook tragedy at the school took place. And so when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I knew that was associated with um, that point, you know. So when I looked back at the chart, I'm like, okay, the moon had just crossed over. The moon was in Gemini, and it just crossed over uh, Jupiter, which at that time Jupiter was at, Six degrees, uh, yeah, six degrees in uh, in November, and so I'm like, okay, I know that that was a sensitive point. So I said, well, when the uh, when the Sandy Hook thing took place, uh, this was related to. I mean, what I heard afterwards, I heard that the uh, the last mile of the race. The 26th mile of the um, of the Boston Marathon was dedicated to the Sandy Hook victims, and so I was like, "Yo, that's crazy! I didn't, I didn't even know that." And looking at an article about the Sandy Hook victims running the race, they said, "We are running 26 miles for the 26 people who died in the Sandy Hook tragedy." I'm like, yo, this, this is amazing. <laughs> That's that's just that's crazy to me. And so then um uh, so then no I look Right, exactly, exactly. So then I look further and today's article I find out that the two brothers who they said were suspected to do the bombings, because you know they gotta blame it on someone, um, they said that the one that was killed, the cop killed the other one, the oldest brother, and guess how old he was? <laughs> 26. Oh. <laughs> he was 26. Wow. There you go. <laughs> yes. And so um, so there's no coincidence in, in any of this. Yeah. And the fact that in Kabbalah, because A. Rashid, my, my people's, uh, I asked him about this number a long time ago, and he told me that the number 26 is the secret number of God, or Yahweh. And so I I always, like, planetary energy needs an outlet regardless, okay? It, whether, it's, whether it's the powers that be that want to uh, create an agenda that they want to put forth, and they use energy, or we use it to our advantage or whatever, but planetary energy needs an outlet, period. So, and no one but Yahweh, the universe, the heavens, 
they, they, the heavens are in control of what they're doing. You know, the timing of the motions of the planets and how they uh, manifest, you know, that is up to the heavens. You know, that is not anyone else in control of that. But so what I, I say all that to say is, like, when the universe says that humanity needs a change, and, you know, or it has to create some some windows of opportunity to make changes, then uh, it, it, cre- it sets the stage, you know. And a lot of times we may not understand it or we may not agree with what's going on or we may think, oh, conspiracy theory or, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's the universe that is creating the change. And later on when we look back, we're like, oh, okay. I get it. I understand it now. We needed to put that in place to move to this, you know, to move in this direction. And months ago, I said this. I said that uh, when when uh, Mars went into Aquarius and it was a mutual reception between Uranus and Aquarius because they were both in each other's signs. Uh, Uranus was in Aries and Mars was in Aquarius. And Pluto and Saturn were both in mutual reception. Um, and they still are. They're they're going to be that way for the next two years, two and a half years. Um, Pluto is in Capricorn, and Saturn is in Scorpio. So when I saw this, they were they were going on um, at the same time. I said, this is really going to set the stage and and plant the seeds of humanity going into a whole different direction. You know, the the corporate structure is changing. Our our lifestyle and how um, and the rules and regulations surrounding our lifestyle are changing. They're going through an extreme transformation. Um, and I said, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that there will be some bloodshed, you know, that 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 comes about from this situation. So, um, I mean, from this aspect between those planets. So. This is just one scenario, and I, um, I'm not going to say that this is the last, because anytime Mars goes into uh, Aries over the next couple years, because Uranus is going to be in Aries for until 2017. So when we see Uranus, I mean, when we see Mars go um, in there again and with, with the sun in there again, then we'll see some some reverb of this energy again. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what I have to say about that that situation. Oh, and then um, as far as the blast goes, I didn't really look into the chart that much. Oh wait, I can't leave this out. I can't leave this out. So the other aspect, I I didn't find this out until Tuesday, was that the Family Guy episode. <laughs> Uh, that was related to the Boston Marathon. So this Family Guy episode that aired on March 17th, and I will drop the link in the chat because I found it online. Um, This episode that aired had to do, and I've never watched Family Guy before, but this is my first time watching it. So the fat guy, I forget his name. um, Peter Griffin. The main character. Peter Griffin, okay. His, his character, uh, he it started out with um, him and his friends, and they were uh, they went skydiving, and they said, um, you know, he wanted to do something adventurous or whatever, and they went skydiving, and 
Of course, what color were their their skydive uniforms at, out of everyone else? Because they all didn't have red. the same color. But he, yes, exactly, red red uniforms. So they're they're falling out of the sky, and uh, Peter Griffin, he's like, um, you know, he keeps falling, he keeps falling in different situations because he he didn't let his parachute go. He just fell to to the ground, um, but in different situations. You know, it's a cartoon, so they'll make it. They'll make it a, a, a joke out of it. So he fell, and in one in one scenario, he said, "Oh, this is a, as exciting as it was when I won the Boston Marathon." And so they cut to a scene where they show him driving what a red car through the Boston Marathon runners. He ran over like say twenty runners. It was bloody and everything. And at the end. They said he's sitting down with Bob Costas, and Bob is like, okay, Peter, you know, how'd you win the race? And he was like, oh, it's just people in front of me. I I just had to kill them. And and that Uh was it. And so then they cut to another part where he joined, uh, he joined, he became uh, Muslim, and he joined these brothers, these uh, quote unquote, a terrorist cell, these Muslim brothers. And they were planning to bomb the a bridge. They wanted to take out a bridge, and wherever he he's located, I forget the city, but they wanted to take out this bridge. And so they um, they had this meeting or whatever. And he's the only quote unquote American there, and um, and they're like, oh well, can we trust him? He's like, oh yeah, he's the perfect guy to um, to front, you know, for our for uh-huh. our agenda. And so uh, so then. So then he tells his friends about um about you know his friend his new friends his Muslim friends and when he's sitting at the uh when he's sitting at the table with them he has on a fez. <laughs> and yes, so, he does. He's wearing yeah, a fez. Yeah, he has on a fez. And um and so he's talking about you know how he he loves his new Muslim friends or whatever. And then they say, well, can can you can they be trusted or something like that? So. They come to the conclusion, oh, we're gonna put a wire on you and when you go into the next um to the next meeting with your buddies, you know, wear this wire, we'll be in the other room so that we can um you know, just in case there's a situation where you might be involved in a in a dangerous, you know, plot to do some terrorist act or whatever. So, um so then he goes he goes back into the to the thing and and they find they end up finding the wire on him threatening to kill him but they was like no um, let's just use him to carry out the thing and so at one, oh when he's sitting down with his friends at the bar there's one point where he's like oh let me call Muhammad let's just say his name is Muhammad let me call Muhammad and he uh, dials the phone he's like oh this is the phone that he gave me he dials the phone and then you just hear an explosion go off. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and then it, okay. he does it twice too. It's two bombs. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and so then later on, at the very end of the episode, you see the last time that he places a call, he it ends up blowing up the bridge that they wanted to blow up. Uh, it was behind them in the back. But like, how? And mind you, this episode aired one month before the the bombing took place. And exactly. and I and I and it's significant because the moon was in Gemini when this episode aired, and moons create moons. 
or lunar cycles, moon, moon, you know. And so a whole month later, when the moon is back in Gemini, here we have the the bombing that took place. And I'm like, yo, that is just insane. Twenty nine days later, that's when that's when the bombing took place. And they're trying to, because I guess some people took the footage of the episode and pieced it together and made it so that he said that he won the, the race and then he, you know, he dialed and the phone. And then the phone rung. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And so, um, but Seth Rogen, or no, Seth, what's the guy's name McFarlane. that created Family Guy? Yeah, Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. He said, he said that he didn't, um, you know that that he's it's a it's preposterous that people would put this out there and they're trying to um if you if you upload it on YouTube they'll close your account and they try to go into uh into TiVo to delete that episode to say that it never existed you know they're exactly. trying to get rid of that episode altogether <laughs> yeah they pulling they pulling um they pulling down people's sites who uh right. who are posting it on YouTube. And also, yeah. what's interesting is the fact that Steven Spielberg just so happened to be present at the, at the uh, the marathon. They have footage of him helping somebody, um, one of the wow. runners, assisting one of the runners. And what? you know, we know that he's the uh, the master of illusion. That's Oz right there. Right, right. And all exactly. the there was a whole lot of Oz uh, like things that were occurring that um, mm-hmm. that people. You know, there's so many videos that are online at this point dealing with the uh, fallacy. Right, right, right. It's incredible, you know. Yeah, and and one of the articles, one of the newspaper articles I saw, the front page, it had the scene with the blood and the EMT workers um, or EMS workers. And then somebody in the corner had the American flag waving. I'm like, come on, man. When you're at a marathon, you do not bring the American flag with you. You bring, like, your runner's name on a poster or you bring something else, but you don't bring a flag. Like, that's very, um, yeah, I mean, it just looks so placed, so staged right there. Like, oh, let me throw up this flag right here. It's like, it's all wag the dog. And if you've never seen that movie, folks, you have to go see it. That should be something in your library. Um, yeah, that's a must. That, yeah, yeah. That we, um, crazy. Indeed. I'm going to give a few minutes, not a few moments, just a few moments, because a few of the uh, co-hosts, the co-hosts, I believe, oh, there goes Blue. I'm going to have to open up his line. Cosmophysics, 516, I'm going to open up your line as well. Alright, peace. Y'all with us? Yeah, I'm Hold with you. Hold up from the 5 Alright, Cosmo, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the building. Shout out um, to Chris. Peace, Chris, I want you to speak about the affinity to the number 8 with these particular, you know, 26, 17, 44. You know, all of these numbers have an affinity towards the number 8. And you spoke mm-hmm. about change, and you know back when Obama came in and we started breaking down the law of 44. Uh, me and A. Rashid, and we started speaking about the fact, 
you know, he was utilizing that particular that number, that call, that, that, that eight, you know, eight is also the number of magic as well in different tarot systems. So is it plausible to suggest that people kinda like voted for chaos by way of change by way of chaos? Mm. Yeah, I mean wait, can I be heard? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay. Well, as far as the number eight, you know, I'm I'm not major on numerology, but I know a little bit about it. But just relating it to an astrological chart, the eighth house or the eighth sign is Scorpio. And Scorpio deals with building and destroying, you know, decay and, and, and rebuilding or um or, you know, surgery. When you have to get surgery, you're removing a piece of something that you do not need or that is creating a problem and you have to go through a healing process through, you know, through that. And you have a scar that is left from that healing process. So in my mind, the number eight just represents, you know, the the building and destroying or the um, the the going up and going down because it is an infinity loop if you turn it on the side. You know, it's a constant evolutionary change. Um, so, you know, that's that's where I'm at with it. Indeed. Right. I'm almost certain that you have uh I'm almost certain that you got Coach Kaye in the call queue. You might want to check for the three three six number to see if he got anything that he want to sprinkle on it as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and open up um the three three six line. Our brother Coach Kaye. So call it for the three three six five eight seven. Peace to the God. All right, we're gonna have to get back to the God. May have stepped away from his phone for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask. Uh, let me ask the brother Cosmo Physics. Cosmo, what is the error code again for the other callers? Um, seven one six, and the first three digits is five six three. Seven one six five six three, and the other one is All right. three one four five six five. A three one four. All right, family. If y'all are on the line, just press one. So I see your hand go up, and I open up the line for you. You said a two one four. No, no, three one four. Oh, three one four. Okay. Yeah. If y'all in the building, press one. We will go ahead and open up your line. We're gonna try to go back to the coach. Call it from the three three six five eight seven. Peace. Three three six. That's you. Peace. Can you hear me? Peace. Yeah. We can hear you slightly. You may have to uh, adjust the sound on your phone. What about now? Much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. You coming? You coming up from underwater? Sounded like you was um. <laughs> She was in your, you was taking a bath or something. It was good. 
Well, you know, I'm shouting out to all the Tauruses. Uh, it's funny that y'all talking about all this 26, and um, my son degree is 26 degrees Taurus. So I've been sitting back, you know, as a student as well. You know what I'm saying? And then as I just want to give out a Cosmophysics tip, like Cosmophysics 101, like know your timeline. Like know your timeline. Like that was one of the first things that Cosmo Chris and uh, Marku Amun would drill me on. They'll be like, draw your timeline out from 0 to 29, then put your planets on your timeline, and then when you see something happening, what were you doing? You know, so now I'm looking back like, well, I wasn't in Boston, but if there was an explosion there, it was an explosion on my timeline. And then I didn't even know about the name of God for 26 and the iron. So, you know, big shouts out to Cosmo Chris, CosmoReport.com. And uh, and then all of this happening right now, the sun just went into Taurus. Mars is at its critical degree. And it's something popping off, like, right now because, you know, when Chris was talking about Mars, whenever it's an exact conjunct of two planets together, something is going down. So by the time we get off the air, you can just go to Yahoo or go to Gmail or something like that or go to Google and see today's episode because Mars is at, what's, what is it right now? What's the weather? Hold up. Mars, Mars is at 29 at, degrees. Yeah, Mars is at 29 and uh, the sun is at zero. So hopefully my bank account's not popping off. That's what I'm looking for because Venus is up in charge. So you know, I got I got my hustle I got my hustle glasses on right now. I'm I'm waiting for this for the hustle. You think they explode? This is a whole distraction thing, man. You know, I I love how I love how we all break it down, but at the same time, you know, we gotta watch for the misdirection at all times. For me. My birthday is the 17th, so that's another 8. You know, then I'm, my, my son is 26 degrees. And then when Chris said that infinity, you got to watch for them curves, man. You know, how, how are you leaning in the curves to use this to your advantage? You know, this is our season right now. Don't get bogged down with all that flag waving and shit like that. Keep your hustle on. Keep grooving, you know what I'm saying? Get some money. Like, that's my theme right now. I mean, I'm sending out prayers to the supposed victims but I can't really, you know. And plus, it's hard to come behind Cosmos, Chris, and Rod. It's like he's back behind Barry Bonds and uh, <laughs> Mark McGuire and shit. You know what I'm saying? Nobody on base to anybody on base to bring home. You know, I'm just up here just swinging for the fence right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, um, does anybody want to touch on the uh, coincidence? of the fact that today is the anniversary of the uh, Waco, Texas, Dravidian massacre that took place with David Koresh, and the fact that the uh, explosion that took place in Texas, what was it, two days ago, happened to be in in Waco, Texas, and there's footage on YouTube that points to a projectile that was coming out of the sky that actually caused the explosion rather then what they were saying, the fact that it was a fire at first and then it exploded. They have uh, footage from an alternative view that actually show a light that's coming down and it hits the uh, the plant and that's what caused the explosion. You know. I think, wow. I, think wow. Cosmo, I think Cosmo Chris, you know, she like summed up all conspiracy theories when she said these pl- the planetary energy has to have somewhere to express itself. 
You know, and if your ass is in the wrong place, then you're going to catch it in the face. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I mean, a, a light flashing coming out of the sky, making an explosion, that's that Mars energy. Uh, also, big shout mm-hmm. out to Dr. Slipson. He was talking about this. And me and Rob was going over this about the Mars sun uh, eclipse. And he was like, this, this energy is going to be lasting, like, up until, like, May the 10th. So, and then we got another eclipse coming, so y'all got to tune in on Sundays to catch the Cosmophysics show with Dr. Blair and, you know, the, um, the eclipse preview that's coming up on May the 9th. Big shout out to Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to be up in the building doing a little something, something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to make that announcement, man. Dr. Blair is going to be on our show Sunday, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, baby. Well, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Blair's Blair coming to our show on Sunday. Um, and, and, um, your phone no, is, is echoing, Cosmo. All right, pardon me. Okay. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's going to come and have a chit-chat with us, you know, and I'm going to peep into his chart and show y'all his public persona. You know, so so y'all don't want to miss that. Come on out Sunday, eight o'clock Eastern, on the Abundance Network. You know, um, and we're going to go into the eclipse a little bit, the one that's coming up. The, I can elaborate a little bit on this Texas explosion thing happening here. So, Please do right because Pluto is on the Jupiter uh, uh, degree in the eclipse chart. In other words, in the eclipse chart, Jupiter was at eleven degrees. Here, Pluto is at 11 degrees, and it's at a quincunx, which causes harm, okay? The fact that um, Saturn and uh, Pluto are in mutual reception really screams loud, but they're a few degrees apart. They don't, they're not riding the same line. But in the Texas explosion chart, we have the sun conjunct Mars and conjunct the seventh cusp perfectly, and the seventh cusp, for those who aren't aware, is the government angle. You know, so it, it deals with government. When when the United States of America launched their first uh, uh, shot at the English, Mars was on the descendant. When Egypt just last year overthrew their president, uh, Oranos mm-hmm. was on the seventh angle. You see, so I'm talking about the seventh angle. The seventh angle is the seventh cusp, but it, it's the, the most extreme west in the sky is the seventh angle. Whenever the sun is setting, Right before it disappears, that's where the uh, uh, the seventh cusp is, right? Yeah, you have to understand that it's about government when that happens, all right, or open enemies. So it's now it hasn't been announced as to who the detonator or the cause of that fire or explosion was, then we can most definitely point to the government. You see, mm. and and when we and when we. Who else has technology dropping out of the sky? It couldn't have been a foreign country. You see, okay. because that, that would have been an invasion. So how did that slip through the radar? War. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And, and you know, it's like if you ever saw that movie Long Kiss Goodnight with, with Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis, okay, they were going to blow up a town in New York to have an excuse to put this bill in. And that's exactly what happened with... Uh, 9-11, you know, they blew up the World Trade Center and they initiated a 3,000-page bill within two days after. Are you serious? 
that bill was already wrote. You know what I'm exactly. saying? A three thousand page three thousand page Patriot Act took years to write. Who are they playing with? They just drafted that overnight, you know? And so when we look at these things going on around us, I mean astrologically, cosmophysically, we can look and see all kinds of pointers that go into that. You know? Not only that, Venus just entered Taurus, all right? And Venus, Neptune, and Mercury are all riding the same harmonic, three, four, and five degrees. The other planets are clustering too. You think it, with the, when they work together through sign and element. But we can look forward to this square between Pluto to 90 degree aspect, y'all. In other words, if, if Uranus is at mid heaven, which is due south, then Pluto will be setting. You understand? That's the that's the configuration that it's in. It's at a 90 degree angle one to another. And energy that moves through 90 degrees or uh, 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 90 degree angles is easily observable if you say uh, a martial artist or a carpenter, all right? You want to block a punch. You want the most effective harm to your opponent. You hit his limb at 90 degrees. You want to break his shin. You have to hit it at 90 degrees. You want to break his arm. You have to hit that bone at 90 degrees with, not, with, with full force. 90 degrees allows you max maximum breakage. If you want to start a fire, you're rubbing two pieces of stick together or, or, or two pieces of wood together. In order to get the proper amount of friction, they must be at 90 degrees one to another. You can't be hitting it at 120 degrees or 60 degrees. It has to be 90 degrees or very close there, too, to create the maximum amount of friction. So this law plays itself out cosmophysically when planets are at 90 degrees one to another. And we see this, anyone born with a square to Mars by any planet gets an injury to the face because Mars is indicative of the face and head. And they get, a, 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 they get injuries that, that, that Mars describes as well, like cuts, bruises, blood diseases, or transferred through blood uh, 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 diseases, and infections and burns and things of this nature. So when we can look at that pattern and see how it manifests itself, there's nothing to take the previous pattern and overlay a chart to it. When we look at Texas, Mars and the sun are conjunct perfectly at 9 degrees and 8 minutes, right? I mean, pardon me, 28 degrees and, and 8 minutes. And both of these are on the descendant perfectly, and the sign of Libra is rising, which points to government. So I, I wouldn't doubt it in the, in the slightest that it was it's some ploy with the government to, you know, create panic or set the scene or set the next stage for the next bill they want to promote, or to distract us from one that they're already processing. Dude. I just want to piggyback on one point. Um, the fact that it took place in West Texas, W-E-S-T, Texas, and the seventh cusp or the seventh angle is the western point in the chart. It's where the sun sets or any, any of the planets sets. So um, that does point to, again, that points to the government and legalities and all that stuff. So. Yeah, there's a, oh, okay. There's a um, analysis of the sign Libra that always points towards law and government, but specifically politicians and government, and Mars represents the military and the sign of Aries. And when that explosion went off over Texas, Libra was rising and Mars and the sun were perfectly on an angle. You know, all mundane astrologers, predictive astrologers, and cosmophysicians alike 
agree that the angles are the strongest points on the chart. Whenever planets pass over them, things happen. We watch tsunamis. Any tsunami that you want to pull out of the archive, we'll date it and put a chart for it at the at the center of the epicenter of the cause of that tsunami or that earthquake that caused that. And you will see planets on the angles that I'm referencing, either due east, due north, due south, and due west. You see? These things cannot be disputed. For every single tsunami you want, wiki as many as you want, then go to www.astro.com and pull up those dates and times in the location of the storm that you want to look at and the planets at the angles. When we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, there were planets at the angles. Neptune is the planet of stealth. It points to stealth. To uh, uh, it points to and is indicative of operations that go on beyond closed doors. And then Mars was at, that planet was at the midheaven. Pardon me, another angle, the strongest angle in the chart. And then Mars was on the descending when they dropped when they attacked us at Pearl Harbor. The same configuration was made manifest. In 2011, except for the, um, the Neptune line ran through Iran and the, and the Mars line ran through New York, D.C., and Miami, you know, north to south, like that. So when these, when these repetitious patterns occur, you cannot help but understand that everything happens as a matter of, of synchronicity and because the universe is a, 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 of intelligent design. It is all a grand plan and a grand scheme. What sticks out the most is tragedy. You know, so this is what the news talks about, and this is what we seek to avoid in our lives. So this is the this is the the eye that we use cosmophysics with. We're not just pointing at a bunch of 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 of, of catastrophe to put a fear of God into your heart. We're trying to show you that when you have a knowledge of something, a foreknowledge of something, you are now equipped to do something about it. You see, Indeed. your knowledge is, is your knowledge is. Develop. I mean, your will, pardon me, your, your, the ability to exercise your will is directly proportionate to the degree of your knowledge, you know, and that can't be, that can't be over, you know, overstressed. Dude. That's it right now. <laughs> For right this second. Hold on, man. Did you say that we had uh, a caller from the 314, correct? Yes, sir. Who might this be so I could bring uh, the caller in? It's the brother Darren Brown. All right. No doubt. Without any further ado, caller from the 314-565, brother Darren Brown. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Caller from the 314. Hello. Yes, sir. Peace. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Loud and yeah, you can hear me, Darren. Please, please, everybody, how's the best room? It's an honor to be on the show tonight. It's an honor to be on the show tonight. I've heard it occasionally. I have I have nothing prepared to say. However, um, my brief analysis of of this this bombing here, um, when I when I viewed the chart for the moment that was given, I saw Virgo rising which indicated this is a very well-crafted, detailed plan, you know. And with Mercury ruling Virgo, uh, I saw two two things going on here. Mercury had just entered just a few days ago Aries, which rules explosions, bombs, blood, and all the other things that my, my comrades have mentioned. Also, Mercury is the trickster. 
Mercury is the trickster and Mercury is the student. All right, so I, I don't know the background of the two men who, who have been uh, accused of this, but I would not go too far. I would not uh, be surprised to find out if they were students. We already see that they're brothers, Mercury rules Gemini, all right? I wouldn't be surprised if they were students either. I told Chris the other day that I think, Students were involved with this, and they were using cookware from Mama's Kitchen. But Venus just went into Taurus, so they are probably using cookware from Mama's Kitchen. Now, there may be um, evidence to, 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 to the contrary to that, but that's what I saw in this. And also, another thing that I saw that, that cannot be overlooked, Neptune was on the descendant, and Neptune is illusion. Now, I, I haven't paid much attention to this on the, te- on the television, but on the radio and in print, I kept seeing there was bomb drills going on, bomb drills yeah. going on. But nobody said that. Nobody said that from the alphabet soup. They never talked about that one time. So they never, you know, yeah, they never mentioned somebody it. Somebody lie. Somebody is lying somewhere. And with Neptune, I'm just saying, I don't know if we'll ever know the whole truth. But between me and my team, we gonna figure it out. We'll figure it out before they do. Mhm. Yes, sir. Indeed. And I wanted to jump in as um, back to the the uh, kind of like the wag the dog what Chris was talking about earlier. Not only do they make these things happen to promote and pass bills, you know, like Ross said, you got a three thousand page bill just sitting here ready in the wings for something to happen, and we can sign it the next day. Um, they're going to make money off of this. Like, look for the stocks. Whoever is trading options right now, you should be, like, killing them in something. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever gun they were using in the uh, Connecticut or, you know, with the with the Sandy Springs, the stocks went up in the Ruger and, um, in the Ruger and Smith & Wesson. And so the birthday of the New York Stock Exchange is May 17th. There's another eight. And here we are just hitting the Taurus season, and now we just got bombs, you know what I'm saying? Bombs bursting in air. Come on now, this is, uh, we're playing, we playing our song right now. That's how they're looking at it. They're like, shit, this is the first gangster rap song ever, you know? So definitely look for some action to be taking place as well and somebody making money at, as far as war. You know, war makes money. That's how they get their profit on. They don't have to be too creative. They just start getting they just start getting destructive. We say get uh, creative. They start getting creatively destructive. So definitely um, for those watching the stock options, I got to give a big shout out to the Mooney Twins over at the Wealth Portal and info. Anybody trying to get down with that uh, some of that Illuminati money? I want to just add on real quick. To uh, Brother Darren That uh, he was saying that he uh, Was sure that they are students And I just wanted to confirm That they actually came to the United States In 2001 Coincidentally as students And they had a conversation with his father Yeah they were having A conversation with his father And the father of the uh, two brothers Said that they're practicing Muslims and they are students. They are intelligent students. He was a sophomore, a sophomore at a medical school in the U.S. And 
he believes that the special services framed his children because they don't have any evidence. Yeah, and then the mother, the, yeah, the mother is on on tape also saying that her students, the FBI, knew about both of her sons for five years, and they were also controlling the other, the older son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then one more, and then one more term that he made to add on to what I was saying about all hell breaking loose is they keep and they keep reiterating this in the news that the father said all hell will break loose if his remaining son is um, killed. You know what I mean? But they apprehend they apprehended him and he's not dead. But the father said that all hell will break loose. I wonder. I wonder. I, uh, I wonder what you know how that's gonna pan out, really. But we're gonna look at this here and do a little bit of research because it definitely, you know, has relevance, man, to what's going on in the sky. That's what's going on right here on this planet Earth. Mhm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, it's interesting that all this is taking place right before the sun moves into Taurus and. When the uh, I mean the sun is in Taurus now, it just it just crept in today, and also Mars will be moving into Taurus, and Venus is already there. So I'm looking at a financial crisis that's going to take place, or um, money frustrations, and being able to provide for oneself, and uh, acquisition, you know, possessions, um, and all of that being an issue coming up, and also the food, the vegetation, because we can't forget that. Uh, Venus or the tar side of Venus deals with plants, crops, ag- agriculture, and all that. And uh, that plant that blew up was a fertilizer plant. So yes. um, that's just to spark it off. That's just a that's just a precursor. It's interesting that Mars season. I mean, uh, Mars went into Aries right before uh, the Sun moved there, and Mars is the ruler of Aries. And Venus went into Taurus before the Sun went there. And Venus is the ruler of Taurus, so this is all a—it's all a precursor, you know. So we point to that opposition between Venus and 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 Saturn and Scorpio mm-hmm. being mutually aspected by Pluto, and that has everything to do with taxes and corporate uh, 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 business. Right. So, so those transformations are going to show themselves during the month that Venus moves through Taurus too. Mm-hmm. That's a good call, Coach. That was excellent. Watch the prices of precious metals. Watch the prices of precious metals. That is going to signify uh, this this Mars. I'm sorry. It's going to signify uh, when the crash is coming. It's going to be caused by Uranus and Pluto. Because our financial system is due for a reset. It's due for a reset, and and the price of gold, the price of silver will suck. It's going to drop because people are going to start pulling out prior to the the implosion. Right now, we also see we also see uh, homeland security mobilizing all over the nation. We see police departments locally. Uh, we see police. Police departments locally militarizing with, with offensive weapons. They're preparing for a revolution, folks. All right, and it's been signified in the heavens since 2010. They are preparing 
for a revolution. And this is just this is just a continuation of a conjunction between Aronis and Pluto going way back to before I was born. Nineteen sixty two to nineteen sixty eight. Alright? This is the same cycle, just a continuation of it. And the revolution will continue and it will be televised on the internet on Broad Talk Radio. Trust that. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. And don't forget. Don't forget that revolution. In that case, straight from the prophet's son. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know? That's Dan Brown. That's the prophet's son, man. Let me tell you something. That brother is grass. The technique of prediction and taking it to a whole nother level. You know? Yeah, I heard about this. this I heard he's cold with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is what we do. It bores the other people to death. It keeps me excited because I get to read tomorrow's newspaper. Now, mind you, as we're able to look at uh, situations in society, <laughs> we are able to personalize this thing too. You know, it not only tells you of mundane affairs or worldly affairs, it is also a tool that we use to, for self-analysis, for the knowledge itself. For people walk through this world without the, without, without the sights on, you know, with their eyes closed, basically, not knowing what energies they have at their disposal and how best to use them. This is where Cosmophysics gets to be... Uh, a personal tool for growth and development, spiritual, physical, or mental. It doesn't make a difference. What what aspect of your life you're trying to enhance? The planet's point to everything just like your organs do. You're just like your organs and your body. When they're not running properly, you know something's wrong. You're not you're not living in cohesion or, or, or um you're not living at one with your environment. So the planets are indicators of this. Don't get the mind that they are the cause, that they are the cause of anything, because the planets don't cause anything. What they do is they point like timers. There's so much going on in the face of the Earth, and there's so much going on in the universe. It just so happens that this solar system coincides in the, in the revolution of the planets in the orbit, in the, in the natural courses coincide with natural human events and life processes. Okay? Even from, like, you notice, you don't have to be an astrologer to notice it. If you have children at the age of two, your baby boy was held there with. Why? Why at, 20, at 23 months did he start acting up? Why do they all Mars do this? Return. Well, there's a, there's a cycle that coincides with that. Mars returns. Hello? That's right. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mars returns. So when Mars returns, that cycle continues to unfold every day when we're here on this planet. But you think it just touches you once when you're two years old? You understand what I'm saying? It touches you every two years, we, you know, give or take a month. Because Mars is not on the exact track that the Earth is on, and we all circle around the sun like a bunch of bobbins. You know? Pardon me. Like a bunch of bobbins on the water, on a pond, or, or, or on an ocean when it gets turbulent. Okay? And... It behooves you that if you're going kayaking and you're going boating to take a life preserver, right? Even if you know how to swim. And then you have an aura, O-A-R, so that you can steer yourself around rocks that'll smash your boat, right? Well, this is the same tool. 
we, you know, the church sought to demonize it back in the in the 1800s. So now every preacher and every religious mind wants to condemn it. But they don't know that the, that the Creator put us here to be masters of this plane. And how are you going to gain a mastery over anything that you have no knowledge of? Even if that is the link that you have with the with the heavens, because it is very very intrinsic to the growth and development of the mind to know what part of the mind you develop it. You know, you want to de- you want to develop your memory. You have to do things for your memory, right? So you know, you, yes, each is. part of the mind, each part of the mind is, is only a frequency. It's a different frequency. It's all you, you know, on different frequencies. And your mercury frequency allows you to hear me and take these words in and to speak to others and convey ideas. Okay. And, and, and Venus allows us to touch. And how do we know this? You know, how do we know that we can measure our sense of touch and those organs that are associated with it by the orbits of these planets? Because we do it every day. We do it every day. We demonstrate it every week on the radio. I can read anybody on the planet if they know their birth time and, and, and their birthday. And if they don't know their birth time, they know what part of their body bothers them. See? They know they've had pain before or healing processes. And we can push it from there. Yeah, not because I'm such a great cosmophysician either. It's because this science exists to be studied, and it works. Indeed. We're going to take it on this note and prepare ourselves for the 1111 meditation family. So if you were asking, um, everybody put their phone on mute and uh, follow us into the meditation. We are going to start at 1111 and continue until 1114. And when we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines and allow the audience, the KTL family, to ask questions, comments, or concerns before we end the show tonight. Is that, is that okay with everybody? Cool with me, Lord. No doubt. All right, family. So if we're going to be listening to the sounds of Om Mani Padme Om, let's just get in a, in a um, comfortable place. Preferably turn the uh, computer light off or the lights around you and then go into the meditative state. We shall return.
Indeed. Thank you. All right. We have um caller from the six seven eight eight six zero. Peace. Welcome to Northern Legs Radio. Caller from the six seven eight eight six zero. Peace. Alright, we're gonna have to get back to that caller. Family, uh press one if you have any questions, comments or concerns. We have uh let's go to our next caller. Call from the eight six four three one three. Call from the eight six four three one three. Peace. Hotel, bro. Hotel. Hotel. Well, I, I basically wanted to, uh, I guess, just um, just comment on on the current state of condition or how everything is currently taking place. I guess with the bombings and that that being the main topic or issue right now. And um, you know, along with some some other things around that, but uh, I couldn't help but to notice, I guess, the fact that uh, they were bringing on board, which probably was already on board, uh, the implementation of the police state. And like, uh, I don't know if any, you know, how much we made mention of that, but um, you know, I, I couldn't help but to notice that that uh, that that was like the bigger picture. So even in the exterior, even when we definitely have to have proper spirituality intact, even when we think about uh, uh, astrological um, approach, spiritual, uh, spiritual from, from our spiritual approach and our physical approach, and as well as our economics and, and, and getting our money right. But uh, how much emphasis should we be concerned on our emergency preparedness or our situations of survival in these types of times where, you know, you know, these types of things could be implemented inside our community. Yes, Brother, can you fix your phone? It's beginning to reverb. Okay, you got a little bit of reverb on that. Is that my phone? No, uh, on Cosmo's phone, he got a little bit of reverb. Okay. How about now? It's a little bit better, but it's still a little bit of reverb. Okay. I don't know what to do about that. Okay. Um, I'm using cell phone technology. Can you hear me, though? Yeah, I can hear you better now. Okay. Um, in terms of the police state, this has been a trend manifesting since, uh, you know, the beginning of this government. They've been trying to get it to the point where they get it at a police state. But it emerges on the on astrological wheel. It emerges as we see it in public and as it goes on behind closed doors. Consequently, it's after the fact that it occurs that we see it. You know, we see it after the fact in the news, after it happened. But when Uranus went through Aries, every time a planet passes through Aries, the military industry complex here in this country goes berserk. Recruitment goes at an all-time high. 
Every time Uranus enters a cardinal sign, his country goes to war. Okay? Every time, pardon me, every time it enters a mutable sign, pardon me. So that's like practically every seven and a half years or so. And you can, we can look at this. So when you say, should we be prepared? Has it been seven and a half years since our last state of emergency? Because it affects you personally as it affects the, uh, 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 other people and other things externally. Right? Now, when we look at Aries and Oranos and his seven-year stay in that time, Oranos is symbolic to knowledge. It also references brotherhood and camaraderie and friendship and nationhood and compatriotism and humanitarianism. So, and it represents the whole human race of the population of the masses. And going to Aries is, is applying a military motion to them, to the masses. And when we, when we saw Oranos going to Aries, they, they finished, the, you know, what they're doing with the Patriot Act. And then there's the war on terror reached new heights now. We got a president in there who's going out assassinating these rebels because assassinating and attacking is Aries and the rebels and rebellion is Iranos. So we've seen this action happen. When you look at your own personal birth chart, you have to determine is that a good place in your, in your chart and have you turned it into a good place. So that these things don't directly affect you in a way that is adverse, where you cannot use these energies to your advantage. If I said too much. And if there's any part of your question that I left out, please be asked because I, I didn't get everything out of it. I don't know if I addressed everything that you asked about. Nah, you 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 hit you hit definitely. Uh, I guess the the area that I that I was hitting at. But also too, I guess um, you know, I, I guess during the in, in the process, if we haven't yet started the the astrological approach or doing our astrological study as of right now, as of communities or or you know the brothers and sisters in the community. Oh, that's what I'm trying to get my back to make happen, bro. I'm trying uh-huh. to make that happen. I'm trying my best to make that a reality. Oh yeah, I understand, bro. Yeah, it's a, a, and it's been a long, arduous process, and I would never quit. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna say you hotel, know. brother, and, 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 and appreciate the show. Hey, peace to the caller. Peace, I'm calling in. Hey, peace. All right, we're gonna go to a three four seven number. We have a three four seven nine seven two. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Greetings and namaste uh, to the guests and to the classroom of KTL University. Um, hey, Sister California. Yes, 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 yes. As I am listening to the analysis of the paralysis of the freezing of of the mind and the fear uh, that is being supplanted in the hearts and minds of people, Um, I am am wondering, uh, with all of these uh, aspects going on, what is energy of Mother Earth saying? 
from where I'm sitting and what I'm observing, Mama Earth is not going to support another war. She will have a war of her own, which mankind has never experienced. So I'd like to hear from the uh, strategists and the astrologists and the numerologists uh, about her aspect of, of things and how her energy is feeling about this whole uh, now, I know that there is a positive and there's a negative everything. So, I'd like to hear the full 360 degrees um, aspect of, you know, what's happening here. And I will be quiet and I will listen and then I will respond. Hello? Yes, I'm here. I'm, I'm just making sure that you spoke your piece and that you made yourself fair and all that. I'm calm. Um, yeah, I would yes, ask you, I, I would, I, this is, in, in my area of my area of expertise is looking at a person's natal chart and showing them exactly that. Yes. But we're not, we're not, we're not referencing, we haven't referenced anyone's chart individually. We reference what's going on in the world. When you talk about what the Mother Earth has to say, we have a formula. We wish to track her ages, you know, and and we use that by the motion called the polar day, you know, and according to that motion, we have about uh, 57 degrees left in a 60 degree turn that takes 43,200 years. Okay. The, uh, the Earth, the evolution of the Earth is plotted over a 2,592,000 year period. There's yeah. 100 precessions. And there's 100 precessions. And this directly points to the development of consciousness of humanity and life on Earth as it is, period, really. Okay. You know, but those are, and, and, and to, I know you've heard the, the reference made to the Kali Yuga. Yeah. And that is the period, that is the 60 degrees that the Earth is going through that 60-degree swing of the North and South Pole, which is times 7,200, which is 43,200 years. Well, we're 5,115 years in now. So we got about 38,000 years left for Mother Earth to shake this one up off her back. We'll be here for a very long time before the worst happens. (laughs) You know? Okay. Indeed. But uh, what what I... What I... What I... To, to look at a, person, a person's chart, I can show them, you know, by a series of planetary crossings. When, when their best days, when their best days for growth and opportunity, financially or, or whatever, to have children even, we look at all of that. There's no aspect of life that it doesn't touch or that it cannot be applied to. But when you say the positive of it all is that people wake up. We just use the, uh, uh, the other side. Knowledge of self is also what Aries in in, in um uh, um uh, said. Neptune and Pisces Neptune and Pisces when it points to, to fear and terror, it also points to the inspirational to, to, to the inspi- to the inner inspiring voice. Right. You see? Which, and and these are the things that we use naturally. 
just right in the midst of it all because that's all we have at our disposal, man. You know, then when we look at Saturn and, and Pluto and Capricorn and Scorpio, it is time for people to tear down all worn-out ways of thinking and doing things. But that is very personable when it's in your third and fifth and in his fifth and seventh and in her eighth and sixth and in, and in, and in her twelfth and, and ninth, you know, I mean, eleventh um, and ninth. So it, it touches people in different ways because there's no such thing as a universal good day unless every day is good. You see? Well, well I, I completely understand. And every day I, is good. And every day is good. Yes, yes. I, I completely understand that side of it. But like I was saying, uh, you know, previously, that I know that there's three sides to a coin. It's their side, our side, and the truth. And the truth of the matter is that I feel within my own spirituality as a lioness, as a Leo, um, that I feel that another warmongering, blood-filling ritual, uh, if it does happen, it's it's, going to be a terrible price for that. And I personally feel that... um, uh, the earth has her own part in and through intuition and, and 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 the vibration of what's happening in the earth, the natural mystic, I, I I feel that, you know Sister Gokunia, <laughs> what, what time of day was you born? Excuse me? What time of day were you born, Mama? Ten thirty AM. In the morning? Yes. Eleven house Leo? I guess so. I live in eleven house as well. <laughs> okay, so you you're in eleven house Leo. We know that Libra is rising and there you go. I see that uh love of peace and harmony, company and festivity and and love the idea of humanity being a family just naturally. You didn't need any philosophy for any of that. I can see also, yeah, I can also see that you're the most responsible of your mother's children or or, or the most mature. And and the one that they look up to. I would think so. I would think so, yes. But at the same time, I can see too your Saturn Uh coming through your fourth house where, where precaution need be applied. I can see where Jupiter in the in the uh, in the ninth house offers you opportunity for travel and, and abundance at this time, especially dealing with things over a long distance or yeah. travel, you know, or, or foreigners. Yeah, correspondence and calls, all that. So you know, we can look at your chart and give you a 360 degree or or or, or, or three dimensional view. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing yeah. you. I'm we hearing to, you, my brother. Okay, no, we have to clear yeah, up some background. Yeah, I yeah hear I'm, you I'm, I'm hearing so. you, my brother. And what you're saying uh, fits uh, the bill thus far. And I also want to say in my Ayurveda chart in Eastern astrology, um, I have a moon in Capricorn. So what I degree? Huh? What degree, Mama? Uh, I'm not sure. I would have to pull up. 
I, I would have to talk to you differently, and we'll get the yeah, whole Yeah, I understand. I understand. Because that matters, you know. Yeah, it you're does. Using a, you're using a harmonic chart there. You're using a yes. harmonic. Yeah, yeah. because I'm, I'm utilizing both Eastern and Western to uh, navigate through the planets. And I, well, through the, the flow You know what Dasha book are you in? Do you know what Dasha, what book do you in? You know what Dasha or what book do you in right now? Um, I, I I would have to um look it up because I do have it, but I don't have it in front of me. You know. Okay, but, that's the book. The planetary period. Once you find out what book the and Dasha you're in, those two planets, they and the houses they rule and the places they were in your birth chart, those are the areas of life that your focus is occurring in. You know, we have to yeah. see your, your your Vedic chart in order to, to to make light of that. And then looking at those harmonic charts, they're apt to give shade of meaning. They give shade yeah. to what the natal promise already. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. We do Vedic astrology and cosmophysics too. We oh, ain't got okay. no gimmick. We ain't got no well, limits. <laughs> well, beautiful. And and I just wanted to add, and you know, so someone else could uh, get in the mix here. Um, I also work with a lot of uh, crystals and high vibrational singing bowls, and um, I do a lot of healing work, and I, you know, do a lot of um, speaking. And um, can you do, do you mind of... telling me what year you were born? <laughs> do you mind telling me what year you were born? Uh, in the sixties. Okay, that doesn't seven, tell me what year. It, it, it adds up to a number seven. All right. Yeah. So I, I will definitely uh, get in contact with you on, on that, but I just wanted to uh, share with you that the reason why I utter sounds like that is because of all the subtile energies that I'm around, you know, the crystal singing bowls, the Tibetan singing bowls, the mantras, you know, you tapping these, into those energies using those frequencies. I understand that perfectly. I'm going to call with that. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's why I say, well, there's, you know, three sides to the story. And I know what Coach is saying. Somebody's making big-time money on this whole uh, shenanigans that's going on. And I totally agree with you that they are possibly trying to introduce new laws into place. But I'll tell you, <laughs> It's going to be hard. That's all I'm going to say uh, for them to keep raising these false flags and everything like that. And one other question, what is, uh, how is having a status correction going to be helping people when, when the so-called corporate um, entity wants to interfere with uh, quote-unquote citizens and the ones who are um, uh, have status corrections. Like they disengaged themselves from the corporation. They broke the contract with the corporation. And and I'll just hang up and listen to that. And thank you very much. It's a very, well, very program. Wait, I before you ask that you question mean. again, I'm sorry. It is no I, coincidence. I, I said the question is, if, if, if we if we are if we broke our contract with the corporation, yes. right? And 
the corporation wants to put, you know, these institute these different laws and whatnot into play and may want to institute uh, martial law or whatever, how does that affect or does it have any effect on the people who have changed their status correction? You have their status corrected. Mm. Now that's that is straight question. out of that is that is straight out of Pluto, the plutocrat in the corporate area, and Saturn, the status being corrected with the normal man, you know, with the with the living and dying Scorpio, and you and I can see in that situation where there will be zones, they were zoning off, the free zone and the unfree zone. Got it. I I, I kind and, of think that. And, yeah, they would build walls and separate just like they did the Berlin Wall, just like that movie where, where the kid only had so much time. People that have this much time live here. People that have that much time live there. You understand? Yeah. That move. Yeah. So I I can see it eventually getting to a point where it could because like being here in Cali, I've never seen so many closed-in communities, walled-in communities, gated-in, fenced-in communities in my life. Yeah. You see, and I but I didn't grow up out here, so that's the shock, the culture shock. Everything is locked away, locked in, you know. <laughs> and so I can see the class struggle getting like that, you know. And status will allow you to move around like it allows you to move around when you have it and exercise it now. So there will have to be a zone for that. That's why they got these FEMA camps. They ain't just got all of these FEMA camps up for nothing. They are all functional and manned and run. They just don't have any inmates. Why? They put, you know, they get ready to put a, a hell of a lock in with these laws, man. And it's like a gigantic yeah. puzzle that the people don't. And it's like it's a gigantic puzzle that the people don't see being built around them. A gigantic brick wall. They just laying brick by brick by brick by brick by brick, and you win by brick and you win. At one point, there's going to be now. Nah, there's going. That's what the Civil War was about, really, right there. You know? Yeah. Sovereignty. And you ain't going to tell us how to live. And we saw what happened. They took it. Whether we fought our favor or not and all that, you know, the North won and they took it back. You know, they took the sovereignty. We had to fight for it. So in the end of it all, you're going to have to fight for it. <laughs> I mean, you know. I get that. You have to fight for everything you got anyway. That is true. That is true. Yeah. That is you, you had to you. So you, you came out of your father, you fought to get to to where you can multiply and, re, and and mass produce yourself into a form. You fought to get out of there. You fought gravity to walk. You fighting gravity to to move on the face of the earth. Now you fighting poverty. You fighting right and wrong. You doing all that. You know this is just life, man. Living it. I'm loving it. <laughs> you know, I just yeah. want to see what I got coming. Be I just want to see what I got coming so I can maximize on it. Exactly. Uh, well, I know how to get in contact with you, with you, and I really thank you for this because at first I wasn't into astrology or anything like that. I knew I just loved the stars and the nebulas and the planets and everything like that. I knew I loved it. You know, I loved seeing that aspect. But as far as getting into Ayurveda and Western astrology, I was not into it at all. But I find myself moving closer and closer to it because it does affect. Uh, it will help me as a having a navigational tool on the planet until such That's time. That's exactly what it was intended for. That's exactly yes. what it was intended for, period. Yes. Okay, you know, thank you. People, we, 
Well, thank you very much, Sister Kufinia. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Noda, that you always, you know, your guests are, are supreme in, in their knowledge, and I, I just love what you you brothers do. I mean, from the heart, and I'm a I'm a I am a constant student. Uh, never well, you know that the campus, the, yeah, the campus <laughs> is popping. <laughs> yeah. So you keep know. up the good work and 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 keep on keeping on and I I know we're gonna win this because uh, I know we're gonna win it and I know it's gonna be balanced. So um, thank you very much and I will listen and you know just thank you, just give thanks for everything. Love and light, indeed, yes, indeed, love and, light. and I'll see you tomorrow early. <laughs> yeah, I I got All it right. ready for you. I got it ready for no you. No doubt. Honest for that. All right, and um, no doubt. For the family, uh, I just want to mention that we will have a special episode tomorrow night. It will be part two of a special segment that we are doing, a one-hour episode with Baba New. Baba New Speaks, part two, God Genes Decoded. Uh, we have part one in the archives. It's been receiving a lot of heavy downloads, so thank you for the family that is a uh, you know, downloading the show and supporting it. And uh, for anybody that is available tomorrow, I believe, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., we'll be bringing the brother on for a special episode. I just want to go and open up Blue Pills line, 347-273444. Peace. 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 Good. Back All in right the building? Now. Yes, indeed. Peace, indeed. The Mooney Twins give a... Uh, Shout out these salutations to the family. I just left them in Sabia Bay as well. All right. All right. No doubt. Peace to, peace to all of the family out there on the uh, West Coast. Yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah, definitely out there. Y'all forming like Voltron. I'm scared of y'all. I know AA is on his way back. So uh, yeah. I, I definitely see big things coming from the family out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, waving that flag, Sabia. Uh, I'm proud of you, brother. You know what I mean? Your show is definitely awesome. You know, you're doing your thing. And, uh, you know, just keep up the good work. All right, yeah, we got some hands work. that uh, popped up. I want to handle these callers before we hit the 12 o'clock yeah, please do. mark. Yes, indeed. All right, now. So we have a caller from the 337-227. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace and blessings, everyone. Um... Greetings. Astrology, right? <laughs> yes. No. Cosmophysics. Cosmophysics. Okay, okay. That sounds interesting. Uh, I heard of the school before. This is not my first time on the line with you guys or listening to y'all. Uh, I have a question, though. Uh, maybe somebody can give me some insight. When I was a child, I used to have this bad problem with numbers and counting them. And I could not stand math, but as I got older, I started liking math. Um, also, astrology I've, astrology, I've always felt like that was easy for me. But um, I think I'm interested in going into that school to get the tool. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm taking enrollees every day. All the time. Yeah. My okay. phone number. My phone. Take my phone number. Hold on. Five one six. Hold on. Five one six. Eight eight one. Mhm. 
Absolutely not. Now I'm out in the world. Okay. All right. I just got to um, open up one of the call lines. Give me one second, family. Um, briefly, before while we're waiting for the uh, call queue to open up, for the family that's in the New York area, rather the tri-state area, there is, there is an event on Sunday, okay, this Sunday coming up in Brooklyn, we uh, King Simon is going to be presenting our sister Makiba Judge at Nicholas Bookstore, and the uh, lecture will be entitled "The Truth About STDs, Sexually Transmitted Diseases, and STIs, Sexually Transmitted Infections: The Truth and the Falsehoods Surrounding These uh, That Issue." All right, and um, I will. I would love to send you out to the archives to check out that monumental presentation that took place. But like we were talking about earlier, there's a few glitches in the uh, blog talk system. Sister Minty just told me that they posted um, uh, a message in her inbox that said that they were actually hacked, uh, and they used the uh, they tried to put themselves in the same range of being exposed and hacked. That uh, what was that? Um, who was those? Was it Sony, uh, American Express, and all of these other major corporations? So, you know, they're playing games, you know what I mean? I believe that uh, it was just no coincidence that a lot of the shows that were dealing with that whole situation that took place in Boston, their shows uh, subsequently got erased or, you know, jammed up in the service. Yeah. Let me also make mention this Sunday here in Los Angeles, Siddiqui Bakari and Professor Griff will be going in 6 p.m. at the Karaz Center. All right, so the family out here, you definitely want to be in the building for that. You know, Griff is going to go bomb. Huh? Oh, I'm still. Oh, I'm going to be there. I'm yeah, going to be there. Shout out to Public Enemies. They, they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Some brothers are, uh, you know, their place in history has been cemented um, on paper. We already know in our hearts where that place is. It's always been permanent, you know what I'm saying? They will always be heroes of ours, so definitely shout out to them. No doubt. Yeah, shout out to Professor Griff. Shout out to uh, Chuck. And I let Blue shout out Flavor. Flavor. All right. So we got, uh, who you at? That's your man. You was the OBCC (laughs) with him. What you talking about? That's your your ace boom. Don't even try it. That's your ace boom boom beat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think, I don't know if this is the coach from the 336. But call it from the 336-587. I know that's you, Coach. Peace. Flavor Flav. 
flavor, flavor. That's Illuminati money, though. Nigga sleep on flavor. He's stacking them. He's stacking them ones up. Even though he used them, he used the Benjamins to sniff some things up with it, but he's still stacking it. And what does he have on his head every time you see him? Them Taurus bullhorns. Yeah, and that Baron Somdi, that top hat. Exactly. So, um, now I just wanted to go in. I, um, I got a quick announcement. Tomorrow morning from 10 to 12, I'm having a, a free satsung uh, sat meditation over here in the A. Somebody need to get the address or something, Nick, something they can just text me, uh, 336-587-1215. Uh, this particular phase of the year that we're in is the seeing phase. Um, I start my calendar year on September 22nd with Libra which is the planting phase. So a lot of people who are starting the year on January 1st, you know, or even March the 1st, you know, I, I consider that half the year is already, well, January 1st, you know, quarter of the year is already gone. But by the springtime, I don't look at it as that being the beginning of the year just because some flowers came up. You know, the, the farmer was already deciding what he was going to put down when he was pulling up. So you see most farmers pulling up in September, and they're beginning the planning phase. So where thought goes, energy follows. So this particular phase of the year that we're in right now is called the seeing phase, S-E-E-I-N-G, where we see a lot of things happening. That's like this whole show has been covered about what did you see? Like every time y'all ask somebody a question or a caller came on, it was like, what did you see? What did you see? And everybody has shown uh, there are new eyes for things, things that have become apparent to us. It's like as if you're looking at a fresh-cut grass and then the little small grass is growing up. and you like down at lower level and you're like, wow, I've been riding through here every day and I never looked at it like that. And then all of a sudden, pow. So we're seeing with new eyes, but we're still using, like, of course we're using mathematics, we're using cosmophysics, and we're using our physical eyes. But tomorrow morning I'm going to be having an event well, we're just going to sit still. I'm going to teach everybody who comes the microcosmic orbit meditation, a real serious one, you know, for those who join on the 11-11. You know, y'all want to just tie into the energy tomorrow from 10 to 12. So, of course, we're going to uh, catch the 11-11. The first hour is going to be a straight meditation. The second hour is just going to be quiet sitting. Um, and, you know, whoever's in the Atlanta area is welcome. I know y'all got a lot of listeners down here from the ATL. If anybody wants to, um, you know, just pop a squad wherever they're at in New York, it's going to be some heavy energy because this particular day that, um, that I'm riding on is uh, like a real special day because I got some other people who are going to be going in on the meditation tomorrow as well. So anybody who's interested or who wants to come over, um, to the spot. I already got about four people coming. If that's all that comes, I'm cool with that. But please try to be here like 15 minutes early. I got Tai Chi class at 8.30 in the morning. If anybody's interested in Atlanta, I got the Tai Chi popping off normally from 10 to 11 every Saturday. Um, if anybody's going to be in, uh, next Saturday is World Tai Chi Day, um, 10 o'clock, whatever time zone you're in. So the pills, if you out in L.A., at 10 o'clock, you need to be, or 9.30, you need to be looking for them Asians in the park because they're going to be breaking out with the Wu-Saw because the energy is going to be moving all across the planet. you got to look at people are going to be sending the chi energy, which is dynamic prana healing energy. Now, that's I, I think I, I saw uh, Shayla the Liberator said 
How do we shut a city down with just our thoughts? Well, if your thoughts are channeled correctly through proper breath, for those of you who read the Circle 7 Quran and you start getting into the holy breath, that's your chi energy that Nova Drew Ali was talking about. And this is another particular uh, time for us to start. Like, don't get distracted by all the war and chaos when it's time for us to see something, you know, what we need to be seeing with our third eye and, and um, the pituitary gland and tying it into the breath. So it's not as complicated as it seems. Anybody that shows up tomorrow, I think it's going to be a real blessing. Uh, we got big things popping on May the 4th with Hustle University. Please, everybody, go to honesthustle.info. If you've been thinking about writing a book, we came to New York, smashed and grabbed a couple of weeks ago. We're doing something big to show everybody how they can be empowered. So think about being empowered while Venus is in while Venus is in Taurus and Jupiter is in Gemini at the same time. Like that's 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 really major. And I look at these explosions as as Ganesh. Ganesh moves shit out the way. So if somebody like Cosmo Chris said it had to be some bloodshed, be glad it wasn't yours. You know, and keep it moving. You know, there's been, there's been a sacrifice, and there's got to be one at all times. So now this energy is flowing for us. So anybody interested in that event on May the 4th, check out honesthustle.info because you got to learn and then you got to earn, then you got to keep on popping. And then Nashville, Tennessee, I'm going to be there on uh, May the 9th at the Bicentennial Park. That's huge now. If you don't, if, if you're not, everybody knows about Alex Jones. You need to type up Bicentennial Park William Henry. Everybody, if you know Alex Jones or you don't know William Henry, you're slipping. You're slipping on your um, <laughs> in, in radical enlightenment. So check out Bicentennial Park and what they got popping over there in Nashville. We're going to be over there on uh, May the 9th. That's on a Thursday night. So that's when no knuckle draggers allowed. It's only for those who are trying to come up. All right? Peace. All right, all right. Peace to the coach, all the family in the A-Town. You already heard the brother. You know what I mean? He's working on putting some things together, so please support what the coach is doing. You already know it's going to be a movie. All right, let's go to our last caller for the night, caller for the 205246. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. Welcome, know the ledge. Hey, word up! I feel very welcome. Yeah, I, um, I kind of, I kind of checked in a little late. I wanted to just get, you know, a little info on the, uh, on the, on the whole thing of, of, of why is it called cosmo, cosmophysics versus astrology? Because I've, I've been studying astrology here for a little while. Because I got like a lot going on in my star, in my stars. So I was. Just wondering, what is it the same as astrology? And where can I get um, my let Cosmo touch on that. Well, I can I can touch on it briefly. Um, we call it cosmophysics because oh, Cosmo because Chris, your, your, physical... your line is reverberating. I don't know if you okay. have the uh, speakerphone on. Okay, how's that? All right. Is that better? Yes, it's better. Oh, okay. All right. So it's called cosmophysics because it, we focus on the physical manifestation of the planetary energy. 
So a lot of times you'll see in astrology books where they just focus on um, the the mental side of things or the spiritual side, but we have a keyword list that will blow your mind that is that when you see the color red, it's ours. When you see um, someone wearing a red shirt that runs by you because that's speed, that's dealing with Mars. Or if you see a stop sign, that's Mars. Or if you cut your finger, that's Mars. So we can... We can uh, look at a chart, look at a situation and see, okay, you have a scar on your right knee because of some injury that you had in, in your youth or, you know, you get sinus allergies and headaches. Like, no astrology book is going to really teach you that. That's what we do in cosmophysics. Mm. Okay, so I can so I can Google. How, how can I actually look up and get some more literature if I'm interested? Are you... We don't have any literature. We have classes that are studied. We can hear you. We can hear you. Classes studied on the cosmophysics? Yes. We have a group on Facebook where we recruit students. And um, any one of us would teach you cosmophysics. We all know it's based on the eighth place method. It is a strategy. Don't get it twisted. But it is something that I discovered with it and that I worked with it out of it. And uh, you're not going to get cosmophysic instruction from the astrology book. Even the even the, the uh, formulas for progression that we use are um, unique to our school. Okay? And every one of us can make predictions to the day. And we teach, and I'm, I'll teach you how to do it. You got to call me, and I have a fee. You know, so either if you're interested in learning the technique, it's like coming to a dojo. It's not like going to a, a high school because it's a different discipline. You've been studying astrology. We use that because in the end of it all, we're using, we're using the motion of the planets to see the motions in your life. You know, we have our own method and our own application, and thus it's cosmophysics, not astrology. And I, I, I pull, and I down pull, to the down to this point right here. Watch, okay. Yeah. If you allow me to demonstrate, and you're cooperative with me, right? So Hold on one second. Eight. Sorry, I don't mean to cut your wisdom. We about to uh, finish the live stream for the family. I just wanted y'all to say peace, everybody, for the show cuts. Yeah, peace. peace. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, so at any rate, we're still we're still on though, right? We're still going. Yeah, yeah, we're here. still streaming. I'm right. just gonna deny right, the live line. Like, for, like for, now, so and for example, for example, when you come into the, the the school of cosmophysics, the first thing we have to study are the properties of a 24-hour day. When you open up an astrology book, they start talking about the science, and they start talking about the the qualities of the planet. Before we even get into the definitions of planets, we study their orbits so that we can do charts. So we can do charts standing, in other words, not have to resort to a a computer to give a person a personal read. Okay? And to show you how it's cosmophysics, you haven't said your birthday and you haven't said any time of day. All right? Now, this is the cosmophysics of it. And it comes from astrological law, though. Right? In the first 10 years of your life, 
Where have you ever had any injury, scar, or healing process? It could have been the teeth being pulled out or, or rotting out. It could have been the scars on the knees, sinus, allergies, headaches, ulcers, uh, a broken foot. I don't know. You just give me that part, though, and I'll be able to put that in its place and and roll, and, and roll first on. First 10 years? Huh? First 10 years? Yeah, first 10 years. I said, I, you know, I was diagnosed with asthma. You know, and I had a, a couple of asthma attacks, some serious ones. Okay, and, and you also young. got scars and marks all up and down your arm. And you're going through difficulty right now readjusting because you got to get rid of the old and bring in the new, especially when it comes to the pursuit of your desires. See, that's Scorpio rising. I don't even know where the sun was when you were born, but I can go with that right there. In my eighth house. That Scorpio is, is rising here. Yep. Yeah. See? So that's cosmophysics for you right there. Yeah. See? And then yeah. And then we go we go a little bit further, you see? This is cosmophysics of martial arts. I took martial arts for years, so you know, we got facial recognition software <laughs> technology with the planets here. <laughs> and that's no joke. Yeah, we know a physical form. It's like you notice that some men are bald, right? They bald patterns, you know. Those ball patterns only come with specific signs at the ascendant. Those receding hairlines, those, those long noses, those high cheekbones, you know, the, the narrow nose, the wide nose, the protruding, the hook nose, the, the ski jump nose, all of those are different signs of the zodiac. So mm. it's cosmophysics. It's cosmophysics. You're not going to get this out of no textbook on astrology. They allude to it. They try to tell you, yeah, well, you know, Scorpios have light eyes and blonde hair and pushy eyebrows. <laughs> you do <laughs> they don't give you what crosses what what crosses what crosses racial gender physical physically. You see? You we all operate the same, we all have the same organs. Certain people have issues with their with their lungs at their youth and when as they grow older it turns into their stomach. Their stomach. They evolve to getting stomach problems, okay? And and, and from there go and this is the cosmophysic trail. But you know, this is taught in in class. That was just a demonstration on how we can read you. And you, I still ain't got your birthday yet. You see? So hey, you sorry, that's my thing. I had I had a I had a I posed a question earlier just just through the uh through the uh through the thing there, through the um through the chat yeah. room and I was asking What's the what's the relevance? Because I've asked several different astrologers the same question. What's the relevance if like my birthday and my mom's birthday and my dad's birthday, they all like a day apart? You know, like my dad is like maybe a couple more days. We we all Libras. You know, I'm on the cusp. I'm September 23rd. My mom is September 24th. My mom. Well, has I can tell you. I can tell you it definitely affects all of y'all as a unit. And the and and to put it shortly. To put it shortly. You are born of your parents' cycles anyway. You cannot be born outside of them, right? And therefore, the the fact that the significance cosmophysically is that all three of y'all have the sun in Libra. Consequently, when the sun passes through Cancer, Capricorn, and Aries, sometimes Pisces and Taurus, um, y'all are having issues. You see? And, and y'all all feel uh, affected by it at the same time. 
you know, and, and you both, and you're all identified with yourselves the very same way. I've, I've seen families like that, where the mother was born on October 28th, the, the father was born on the 29th, and the sister was born on the 30th, and, and it was my ex, you know, and I'm born mm-hmm. on October the 30th. So she was born with all this Scorpio energy all in her chart, you know. So mm-hmm. all that Libra energy, y'all have some kind of, linkage through genetic or through whatever, you know, whatever school you want to put on it or any belief you want to attach to it. There's no such thing as an accident. So there's, you know, the fact that all of y'all are, are in that in that, in that that house in that is, is very interesting. I would like to see what the ascendant of everybody there is because your mom may be a Libra, your father may be a Libra, and you are a Libra. And, uh, and, but, where do where do their ascendants fall? Because the way they act that Libra out is different than the way you act your Libra out. You know, everybody has Libra somewhere in their birth chart. So in some place, in some area of life, people are very Libra wherever that is, and that's how we make that distinction. In your case, you're you are a, a, a twelfth house Libra, so you very private man, and you get depressed when you're uh, uh, in relationships, man. You get you go in real deep, man, and you uncompromising. Yeah, yeah you uncompromising, and you know we just reading on this uh, on what your ascending is right now. Your Libra part is is in the second place. A lot of the values and morals and, uh, uh, that you have and things that you value and look at as valuable come from the influence of your father and his side of the family. Because your sun yep. shines in the second place. Yeah, because your sun shines in the second place. Now we're using astrology. You see? Okay? So do you see mm. the difference there? I hope the world hears and sees it because there definitely is a difference. And you can learn astrology from any astrology book or from off the Internet. You don't have to come to me to learn astrology. But you got to come to me to learn cosmophysics. Mm. <laughs> hey, that's deep right there. Okay. Nice peace, bro. No doubt. Thank you, caller. We appreciate your call. Okay. Peace. All right. Appreciate the man. Peace, peace, Lord. All right. Have a wonderful, prosperous weekend. I mean, do the same. Oh, indeed, Lord. We got uh, one more caller from the five zero one six eight four. Peace to the caller. It's almost like being a crackhead, and you got somebody. Oh, TMI, TMI. Well, it looks like that we've come to the end of the road for tonight's episode, but definitely the beginning of a monumental journey for all of those who are in the building tonight. They were privileged to uh, be exposed to the Cosmo Physician Cosmophysics Academy, you know what I mean? It does things to you when you hear this for the first time. It could could change your life, especially if you take advantage of the fact that uh, all of the Cosmophysicians do some wonderful readings. We got uh, Coach Kair, we got Cosmophysics, we got Cosmo Chris. Am I saying that right? Chris. Cosmo Chris. Cosmo Chris, you know what I'm saying? She says she does relationship readings. And love reading, so I will be calling her up so I can get uh, my forecast for the next weekend. But um, for sure, yeah. Can you? Uh, could all of our all of the guests tonight leave 
uh, the family that's on the phone line listening to the show and also the family that will be listening to the archives. Just leave them your information one more time, one more again, so uh, they can holler at you. Okay. Uh, this is Cosmo Chris, Kristen Littles on Facebook. Uh, you can reach me on my website, www.thecosmoreport.com. Also, you can call me, 215-370-0741. Uh, you can also find my Facebook page, The Cosmo Report, on Facebook. And that's C-O-S-M-O Report on Facebook. All right. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Let me go ahead and move on. I don't know if the brother fell off, but uh, his number was 314-565-8907. And uh, Mark okay, Marku number is 716-563-4354. All of us do readings. You know, I gave my number earlier, so you just rewind and you'll find it. <laughs> That's it. Indeed. Let me go ahead and open up the coach. Coach Kaizo. Yo, 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 you can catch me over at uh, www.relaxationisthekey.com. You can catch me at coachkaier.com. If you need to get an appointment, you can hit me at coachk.com. But I'm getting ready to hit that L. Fillmore on Instagram. If you really want to get me real quick, you can just hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> Man, real fast, you know, Coach Kyer. You can hit the Twitter up, Coach Kyer. Of course, you can hit it on Facebook, Kyer Love, or you can hit me straight on the hip, 336-587-1215. Get your hustle up. Let me get that hashtag Illuminati money for all my listeners out here tonight. Cosmo361, that's the hashtag for the night. Cosmo361. And Illuminati money. That's the hashtag I'm getting ready to go in on right now. No doubt. Indeed. Your <laughs> family, I'm telling you, for my, for my digital uh, frontline soldiers out there, we got some work to do on that Instagram. You know what I mean? It's a lot of twerking that's going on. And, you know, it's all gravy. We in the Cali Yuga. Twerking is good. But uh, we got to balance that out with some consciousness. We got to start building up those hashtags. We got the KTL Radio hashtag. The Hidden Colors hashtag is real big up there. You know, we need to build up that Cosmo Physics hashtag, that Illuminati money, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, just join. You know, everybody got those Androids or tablets. Join uh, the Instagram family up there. Follow everybody. Let's build this network up because you'd be surprised how many people are being influenced just by the images that is being put up there, you know what I mean? You know, because pictures speak a thousand words. And then some. Yo, what's that KTL hashtag we're doing tonight? What's the KTL hashtag? I'm on it right now. KTL radio. Hashtag KTL radio. Hashtag uh, red pill, blue pill. Um, um, I ain't scared. I'm doing KTL media and KTL radio tonight. Yeah, yeah. We're going to build up a page for KTL, but in the meantime, you can find me at L E L under under uh slash what you know E L under under slash Filthmore P H I L T H M O O R and that's on Instagram. Holler at me. I don't I don't like saying follow me. Just join me, roll with me, 
you know what I mean, and just, you know, click on the, uh, just, just get down with the movement. So um, I want to thank everybody for coming on the show tonight. This was another one of those monumental episodes. I'm sure that the family will be hitting that rewind button, bring your pads and your pins to the table, do some, you know what I mean, go in, do some decoding on what KT was talking about with that Oblivion movie, if you could watch it on. Um, oh, man, that movie, got it. I've seen it. It's off the chain, Lord. I get, you know, I oh, concur is. with everything we said. Man, man, that's the movie we should have went to see. <laughs> You dig? I'm going to see it again. It I'm going to have to analyze that, John. Yeah, I'm going to see that. it. I'm going to see it again because I love it, man. It's a, it's just, you know, you, you got to be real good to fool me, man, because I've seen a million plots. They caught me unawares. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, whenever you whenever you see something, this is something brand new. I mean, you know, they hit me with a wig wicky. You know what? We run? What was that? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> You did? And, you know, it's like I ain't been struck like that by a movie in a long time, man, in years. And there's been some good movies. You That's know, a good one. Is, All right, I'm definitely. Yeah. So just remember when the brother said, man, just when you think you know what's happening, you don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. You don't know nothing. Yeah, you don't know nothing. Yeah, just then they say that's what the Huh? Say it again. I said, just when you think you know what's going on in the movie, that you got the story down pat and what's going on, they pull the flip mode on you, man. Crazy. Oh, I love, I I love movies like that. Yeah, listen, Jasper, man, you know, I go into movies, I really think I know what's going to happen next. So, like, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. This is typical. Yeah, the problem team here with this. Ah, that's what's going to happen. Oh, look at the black guy. Yep, just like you know what he does. Okay, that nah, nah. That's tough. You ain't doing none of that with this movie. That's good. <laughs> it might make my brain work at 12. Movie. Exactly. Make your brain work yeah. at 12% versus 10. Yeah. Man, we can go see it tomorrow, man. Or it ain't in theaters yet. I saw it on the internet. No doubt. Is it in the theaters? Yeah, we need to hook up and go see that one, man. That's a, you know, that's a, that, that joint there is a blockbuster. You know what's going to be the shit, though? It's going to be even that's better than Will that. It's Smith. the Will Smith movie. That's yeah, Will man. Smith movie. That's fire. Yeah, that joint going to be tight. I can't wait. I'm a yeah, movie buff. I love him. You know, fire. I can't wait to hear KT spit. I can't wait to hear KT spitting all over him. You know what I'm saying? You already know. Um, mm-hmm. And also, for the family out there, the brother KT came on earlier. Definitely, um... Check out that Dr. Sabi lecture that's coming up in the ATL. You know, we're going to be out there super deep, Marvin, Kyer. I, I don't know if you're ready for that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, get 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 the guest room ready because we, we coming in deep, you know what I mean? We Marvin. We're going to turn Atlanta out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 my birthday is May 17th. It's a big party May 18th in the backyard, son. My backyard is ridiculous. So May 18th, if you in the A, I got the grill. <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ain't, you ain't said nothing but a word because I'm on my way to MIA. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Uh, huh? It's awesome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, baby. It's awesome, baby. No doubt. So, um, 
for the family. I want to say thank you for joining us. Once again, check us out tomorrow. We're going to have a special broadcast, 9 p.m. Um, and uh, we do have we for the caller from the 337. If you want to, if you want us to open your line, you can press one again, and I will oblige you. We did have a hand that popped up. Um, I'll give it one a few seconds, see if they want to talk. But um, for the most part, I want to say thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. You know what I'm saying? Once again, like the brothers were saying, don't fall for the BS that you see. Don't fall for the distractions. Please don't go back to sleep. You know, we work real hard to get us all out of the matrix, so let's stay out the matrix. You know what I mean? Don't plug back in. You know what I'm saying? It's not worth it. It's like we said before, things are falling because things are rising. You dig? So uh, on that note, I'm going to leave y'all with, uh, with a track that's basically going to say more than what I just said. All right? It's your brother Talib Qualib. Distractions. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays we be rocking glasses fashion to fuck with like refraction. Careful with max factor, we're hustling ass backwards. Sure it's high tech, look like Richie from Last Dragon. Your focus on bogus rappers got you caught up in distraction. Distraction. Who fucking who? Who cares? That's distraction. Wish it was you, don't you? Why you asking? Try to break the law of attraction to get a peek of my attention. Just a fraction of a rational or a mental or a morsel of such a blood. If you believe in the immortals, we nocturnal like a sleeping disorder. Water torn away from the shore. This ain't no ordinary storm. We're killing for a humanitarian cause.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.